With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy la duval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Well, how important are you? Well, we'll tell you in just about a minute. But right now, as we always say, it's time to wake up, America! That's about time. Come on, there's your cue. Here we go. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And without further ado... It is my indeed tremendous pleasure to introduce my partner, my friend, the man who is the brains of the outfit, the hottest working man in show business today. Yes, he is. I love him to death, but I can't hug him because of the social distancing. Here he is, the one and only Brian No. Hello, B. What's up? I'm going to come over there to Kentucky and slap you around. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That's a great drop. I like that. Always good to be here with you on a Sunday morning, Andy Furman. How are you doing today, bud? I'm doing wonderful. By the way, we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance visit geico.com for a free rate quote what is going on fill me in what's happening uh, not a whole lot man it's there's a it's a pandemic going on you know so for yours truly it's just about head down work <laughs> don't be an idiot when I'm out in public you know go to the grocery store and that's about it well, that's about all I have to update you on. Same thing here, though. People are being being idiots in a sense. They think the pandemic is over and it's far from over, but it's getting better. There's no doubt about that. The curve has been flattened a little bit. But I want to go behind the curtain. Can we do that for a second? Because I remember several weeks ago, our good friend Brian Fenley, who's beaten the living daylights out of me on Twitter, and that's okay. That's all right. He gets his. Is that right? What's on going that. on with that? Well, I don't want to get into it. I really don't. I mean, is but your son out of line, Andy? Do you a need to? Bit. You a little bit. backhand. Time out. You know, need to learn time some out. respect, Big B. Learn some I, respect, son. That sort of thing. Well, several weeks ago, talking about his mom, you know, very braggadocious, saying that his mom was in Playboy, and I never hey. said a word. 
I know. I, I, I was quiet. I kept my upper lip quiet. I, I didn't want to say a word because I'm not that kind of guy. But you know what? After he was banging me pretty good on Twitter, I'm going to come out and tell about my wife. My wife was in Sports Illustrated. All right? So his, his mom was in Playboy. My wife was in SI. That's all I'm saying. Daddy. That's enough. That's it. Well, right? you need details. What's the... No, no. I, I, I'm not that kind of guy. I mean, I just let it out. You know, he wants to talk about his mom. I'm going to talk about my you wife. You didn't let anything thing. out. You gave, you gave us a little itty bitty, like press clipping. We need the inside story. Why was well, she maybe in Sports I'll, Illustrated? Maybe to be continued. Maybe to be continued. And when he talked about his mom, all he said was she was in Playboy. She could have been doing a cigarette ad. Who the hell knows what she was doing in Playboy, right? We don't know what year, what edition, we, right? That's it. And B, if you want to jump in, you can. You can come out of the corner now. Andy, you've got to be more specific with what you're saying here. Like SI, like an article written on her, was she in the swimsuit edition? Well, tell us about the mom thing. I mean, what was the deal with her? So she was in Bruin Bearwear, and it was like the girls of the pack. I think it was the Pac-10 back then. The year was, I think, 1978. And she made sure when she went into Playboy that she told the editors, guys, I'm not going full nude. And wow, that I'm okay. making sure I have a bathing suit on. They were trying for her to go full full, full, full frontal. She would not do that. Well, That's my mom. Yeah. I'm proud of her good for fun. that. And, and my wife was in the September 1984 issue and that's all I'm saying. Well, that's I think that's the same issue my mom was in. It could very well be. Right. Is my mom your wife? <laughs> well, you never know. Okay, <laughs> as we move on, we move on. Enough By the that. way, what year did the Pac-8 become the Pac-10? You know? Yikes. It, yeah. The, okay, I'm looking it up right now. So 1977, it was still the Pac-8. And then Pac 78, it became the Pac-10. So what year did you say it was again, Big B? I think it was 1978. I'm afraid to go on Ooh. Google and look up her name. That would on be the first Playboy. year of the Pac-10, huh? How about that's wow. a way to bring in a new bring conference or adding a few in, yeah. members, right? Well, that's good. That's good. I'm My mom had the episode or the the issue of that Playboy when I was a kid. She locked it up in the garage and would not let me look at it. Do you have it now? She does have it now. But do you have it now? <laughs> Why would you like to see it? No, I'm just asking if you have it now. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't. It's like a badge of honor. You show it around to people, right? I mean, you know, not everybody's mom was in Playboy. I'm so saying, I'm, I'm being serious. I think really. you're. Da I think you're just a tad jealous. What? That I'm not in it? That I wasn't in Playboy? What? Come on. You're getting off dumb. track here. So why okay. was your wife in SI, Andy Furman? I why? said September of '84. Like, but what was she doing in there? Uh, I, I'm gonna let it let it ride. You can't do that. What? Okay, okay, okay. That was the that was the year we got married, and I got married at the racetrack, and we had a big feature in the scorecard section. So that's why she was in SI. Was it a, right? It was she had clothes on. It was a yes. jockey profile on you, perhaps, perhaps okay. in the scorecard section. And we got married before the first race at then Latonia Race Course in Florence, Kentucky, and uh, there was a big story about it, and she was quoted and. That was the deal. It was kind of nice. It was I'm kind of surprised a cute story. You, you get so secretive. Yeah. Your voice, no, you're no. practically whispering right now. It's not like she was convicted of grand theft no, auto, and no. that's why was, she was, was an SI, you know? It was a fun story. It's a great story, really, was, and we have it. And that's it. Sorry. All right, speaking of stories, you know, this is one of the better stories of the week. Did you see this? That Eli Manning now is now on Twitter? 
That that to me, I'm, I'm kind of shocked because I think that most athletes are on Twitter, on social media, and he just he just got on. That's funny, and he's getting on with him and Tom Brady going back and forth on Twitter. Um, yeah, I can't imagine Eli is going to be the most compelling follow of all time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's going to be entertainment personified. But uh, yeah, there was a little bit of a back and forth with Tom Brady and Eli, and they were just having fun. Tom Brady said, "Welcome, Eli." In typical fashion, you never showed up until the fourth quarter right. anyway. Right. Which I, I think is more of a compliment, don't you? Like, it's weird. It's a combination of both, but the fourth quarter is what matters the most. Obviously, right. it's a reference to the su- two Super Bowl wins that Eli had over the Patriots. So I think it's more of a compliment, but it's it's also sort of a shot. So I don't know. It's just and Brady it's, uh, talking a little right? bit of trash to Eli and... That's that. Well, it's obvious it sticks in Brady's craw a little bit. I mean, one of the two biggest losses in his career, really. Lost oh, twice there. Absolutely. Yeah, so, that's the biggest stain on his resume, really, is right. the, the Eli Manning-led Giants in those two Super Bowls. And those two Super Bowl wins, and basically Eli was MVP, that may get him the key to open the door in Canton, Ohio. And I don't want to get into an argument here, but I think with two Super Bowl wins, the fact that the name Manning, the fact that he played in New York, I think he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Well, I'll tell you this. Tom Brady left himself completely open on Twitter with that initial tweet. And all Eli said was, hope your golf game is as polished as your Twitter game. Right. Don't hit it in the lumber yard. That isn't exactly top shelf, you know, trash talking, even playfully done. So that that leaves a lot to be desired from Eli Manning. But hey, he's on Twitter. He's on social media now. He's joined the uh, 2020s. So hopefully He's it's not entertainment with Eli. Yeah, Would it be funny if it was? We're not expecting anything. Would it be funny if Eli is just a must follow? This dude is just so witty and hilarious and all. I think that'd be funny because he's not exactly been that guy with uh, press conferences during his he's, career. He's almost a, the 180 degrees of his brother Peyton. Really, I mean, Peyton's got somewhat of a personality. Peyton's Absolutely, humorous. he's Peyton on Saturday Night Live. He's pretty good. I mean, Eli's just straight and quiet, just uh, in the shadow of Peyton, so to speak. I'll say this, man, Peyton. If you've watched Peyton's places before, I never yes. watched it much. I, I don't know why, but because of the pandemic, a lot of those episodes have been replayed. Mm-hmm. He's funny. Yes, he's he got is. a good personality. So right. I've enjoyed those. Pretty good. You know, and I was hoping that Peyton would maybe get that. You know, number two position on Monday Night Football, but I guess he won't. But I, I think he'd be great. I really do. I think he'd be great as, as an analyst, but I don't know if he's going to get that. I don't know what's going to happen over there at ESPN. It's really not my concern. But, well, yeah, he uh, said no. He's like, right. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> like, he could have it. He could almost his name his wants price it. at this stage as well. But uh, yeah, initially I thought, I don't know if Peyton Manning has got the personality because I'm so used to his press conferences when he was a player and he was very right. buttoned up. It wasn't the comedy hour at, to, at any stage, right? Or, and, but he's, he's a lot more open. He's more of the those commercials back in the day when he was still an active player that were hilarious. Yes, That's more yes, of the yes. personality he's showing. I wonder what's going to happen today during the uh, Champions for Charity match where he's on the, the same course as Tiger well, and Phil and Tom Brady. So I'm curious if Tom if uh, Peyton Manning delivers that same entertainment value. Well, you know it's going to be competitive, but you also know it's going to be an entertainment venue because Charles Barkley's involved, and Charles Barkley's going to be doing some commentary. So, you know, bringing in Charles Barkley, they're going to make it an entertainment venue. It's, it's going to be must-watch TV because of the, the comic aspect of it. Yeah, I think... 
I think it's going to be fun. It's uh, what noon Pacific, I think, is yeah. when it starts. Yeah, I'll be checking uh, that out. You looking forward to it? Yeah, I'm sure. Especially the weather's going to be poor again. They're talking about thunder showers again in my area, so I'll be in there in front of the tube. And at least it's live sports, and I love that. I really do. You know, talk about live sports right now. I saw the other day the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're only going to sell about thirty thousand tickets. They seat about sixty five thousand. And really, the question in my mind was like, who needs who more, fans or teams? Because there is a difference between a game and an event. It's a game without fans. It's an event with fans. But the point is this. On TV, I'm watching it. I mean, I don't care if they have mannequins in the stands. I'm watching it. And the longer we go without live sports, the more I want to see sports, period. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, obviously. it's uh, I, I, I think that um, in terms of the money, the financial implications, when the NFL stands to lose $5.5 billion dollars, if there are no fans in attendance, it's pretty obvious who needs who more. I love going to games. I'll go see a game in a different NFL stadium most every year, and it's fun. I love going to games. It's become fashionable to talk about how much better it is without going to games, and that's fine. The at-home experience is great, but there's nothing like going. You don't have to have season tickets and go every single week or anything like that. If you go to a game here or there, it's just you can't recreate what it's like to be at the game on TV. It just can't happen. So In any I, sport. I completely enjoy going, but Andy, I don't enjoy going to the tune of five and a half billion dollars. There's nothing that comes close to that in terms of the fan experience. Right. And the funny thing is, as far as going to a game, sometimes it's not the game itself, but it's the buildup when you have that ticket in your wallet and say, hey, tomorrow, guys, we're going to the game. That's what it's all about. I mean, you don't do that when the game is on TV. Oh, tomorrow, I can't wait. I'm going to get in front of the tube and get a bag of chips and watch the game. No, no, it's like, wow, you get in the car. The the anticipation is almost as great as the game itself. It really is. Yeah, and I also think you never say, and I watched that game if you were at home. Right. If you went to the game, it's always, if it's a great game, if there's a highlight, you look over at your friends or whoever you're around, I was there. I was at that game. Like You don't say that if you're on your couch. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. That's, right. It's just, it's a different deal being there. But no doubt, no doubt that the leagues, they need fans way more than the fans need to be there in attendance. Right, but we need it, though. We need it. We definitely do to keep it going. I can't wait to see it happen, really, truly. But we want to hear what you have to say about that, and you can do that on Twitter, at The No Show, NOE Show. We'll read them, we'll retweet them, at Andy Furman, FSR, or better yet, 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. We have the amazing Chris P. with Bronx Talk Radio this hour, bottom barrel betting in hour number two, hour number three, going your own way. And, of course, we're brought to you by Cincinnati Bell, powering your connected life. But bully or motivator? We'll give you the answer next. Outbust the gats. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There are mixed reviews, and we have them for you in just about a minute. 20 past the hour, Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. And by the way, we're proudly brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. And B, I got to follow up on your apple cinnamon bars, if I may, all right? I haven't forgotten. Okay. I haven't forgotten. Apple I got a cinnamon. form. Thank you very much. I got an email about the uh, customer service oh. on the order. And okay. I wrote back. I said, by the way, you guys screwed up the order. Uh-huh. You know, you got the wrong stuff. So I told him what has to be sent and sent to you. And hopefully in the next several days, you'll get the correct package. Oh, wow. Okay. So so to set everything up, this goes back, what was it, 10 years ago? Andy, I'm not <laughs> sure what was the timeline. Oh, stop it now. Stop Where you lost a bet. You owed me apple cinnamon, apple cinnamon, Nutrigrain bars. You sent me... I don't, pomegranate flavored trail mix bars. It was the wrong brand, wrong flavor. God bless your soul. You say, I will not be deterred. I'm still after. I still owe him some apple cinnamon, apple cinnamon. grain bars. That's but it right. wasn't my fault. It wasn't my yeah. mistake. Right. Yes. And this latest time, you sent me 16 bars. Very generous of you. Unfortunately, it was blueberry. But but it wasn't your fault. The receipt you said apple cinnamon. Right. They cinnamon. screwed it up. So you're after that. You're like, hey. You got to make right on this. You got to make good. So exactly. I'm, I'm going to get some apple cinnamon apple bars cinnamon. here soon. Hopefully, I mean, it was a customer service thing, and I wrote back and in a sort of a nice sort of way. I wasn't really arrogant. I said, "Look, you know, I appreciate the order. I appreciate you sending me this deal, but uh, you got the wrong order." So I wrote uh-huh. back and I said, "Here's the deal, Brian. No, but a bing, but a bang. Hopefully, you'll get it." And now all of a sudden, getting some heat from our executive producer Vinay. He says, "You mean you didn't send the letter? No, no." <laughs> Social media. I use email all the way, okay? There are times I do letters. There are times I do email, all right? Thank you. you how wow. many letters, on average, do you send out in a week? A lot. I mean, I, in a week, I'd say maybe 150, 200 letters maybe wow, a week. Wow, man. Wow. You know? And it hurts because back in the day, when you work in an office, you just used the media machine in the, in the office. I don't have that luxury anymore. 
Yeah. But, uh, every once in a while, I do. I I do some PR work at at a nonprofit uh, special needs facility, and I sometimes use their mail. But uh, most of the time, I go to the post office and uh, purchase stamps and do what I got to do. That's nice, man. Now, old man. Who are the the go to recipients? Of your Most, mail. Mostly coaches. Mostly coaches. and okay. uh, Or if I see something basically uh, newsworthy that I would clip out and mail it to a coach or someone. And, and that's, I keep in touch that way. It's uh, kind of like my uh, my mailing list, if you will. And then, yeah, look, man. You, I didn't realize how legendary this was. What do you but mean? But Eddie Garcia, this was years ago. Eddie Garcia, oh. the update anchor for Big Ben, <laughs> Clay Travis. He was like, oh, you don't know about Andy? And him sending letters, and I was like, no, no. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. And he let me in on a little bit of the urban myth, the urban legend over here. I didn't know and it was. And it's true. It's completely true with you. Well, it is true. Well, That's you know, good. It's not a bad I, thing. You keep I, that alive, Andy. Well, you know what? I, I think it's a big deal. I'm not going to preach about writing letters because I think it's a lost art. But, you know, when I used to have guests on a daily basis on shows, be it locally when I was in Cincinnati on WLW or even here, I'd always jot a little note. Thank you for being a guest on the show. I think it went a long way. I really did. And you know, How about this? How about this? I want to wreck your rhythm here, Andy. Yeah. How about you keep continuing because you have a little bit more to say about the art of writing letters but we have the top gun music underneath you to enhance this psa like if you just keep it going andy keep that go to the post office support the u.s postal system really stamps are great you get different kinds of stamps athletic stamps sports stamps whatever you want to do if you want to collect them that's fine but letter writing is a lost art and for those youngsters out there listening yes Write a letter. It goes a long way. You know why people treasure them? They keep them. It's great running to the mailbox, opening up the mailbox and see something other than a bill. It's a great thing, and it really goes a long, long way because people realize that you spend some time and effort in that. And really and truly, if you send an email, there's always a chance it may end up in spam, and you may never see it. So basically, letter writers uh, are there, and I'm leading the pack of letter writers. That's what I'm doing. See, that was beautiful, Andy. I'm wiping tears from my eyes right now. Are you kidding? Thank you. Thank you very much. That was great. Yeah, make awesome. promos of that. Promote the show. You know? We're thank, good to go. thank you. Okay. And, and speaking of social media, Josh Long is on Twitter, and we talked about basically going to a game, the fans, how big it is. He says the buildup is what it's all about. And I, I agree with him. I mean, you know, the fact that when I was a kid going on the subway in New York City, getting off on 161st Street and River Avenue and seeing Yankee Stadium on the side, that to me gave me chills. You know, then walking into the ballpark, the buildup, seeing the grass and the dirt for the very first time, the smell of the popcorn and the hot dogs. That's what it's all about. You can't get that at home. I just, I'm upset that the Top Gun music wasn't underneath that as well. Oh, stop. You know? <laughs> it's, it's true, man. Like, I, all these people that are just like, oh, it costs so much, and the parking, and the oh, this, and the, that. And I understand that it's not cheap, but there's so much belly aching before the pandemic about going to live games. As if there were no benefits whatsoever, and that was just completely wrong. There are right. a lot of benefits of going to games. And of course there What's are. that saying? You don't know what you have until you lose it? I think there are a lot of belly acres in terms of the, the troubles of going to games. Like, with you not being able to do so, there is not nearly 
at least for the short term, once games come back and fans can go, there's not going to be nearly as much belly aching until people get spoiled again and then they and get the back to that, their And the ones that, you know, habit. it's like when they have the strike in baseball, I used to hear on the radio all the time, I'm never going to go back again. You know what? You never went in the first place. I guarantee if they did a survey of those people who are yelling and bitching and whining, I ain't going back. I ain't going to support them. You know what? You never went anyway. So stay away. Who cares? And, you know, it's funny. I looked this up the other day. There was a great story in the New York Times back on April 29th. 2015, the White Sox played the Orioles in front of no fans at Camden Yards. Remember that game? There was turbulence in Baltimore after Freddie Gray, that 25-year-old black man, he died while in police custody, and they had the game in Baltimore, but there were no fans that day. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember a little bit of it. I don't know if it was against the White Sox, but um, it was a day game. You know, yeah. It was during the day, and I, I don't remember if I watched the game. I certainly saw highlights, but right. yeah, it was just a completely different feel, obviously. Right, and we're going to get used to that feel, I guess. We'll see that. You know, uh, if I may, I, I want to turn the corner a little bit and just kind of wrap up this last dance thing. I don't know what you thought about that, but, you know, to me, I'm not so certain that that last dance, and people call it a documentary. I really don't think it's a documentary because Michael Jordan had basically the final say-so on it. He kind of produced it and put in what he wanted to put in. I, I don't know if he created more enemies than friends by doing that deal. Fans love him for sure, but I think his players that he played with and kind of exposed the Horace Grants of the world, Isaiah Thomas, all these guys, I mean, he created some enemies with that deal. Yeah, but you're always going to hear the, the dudes that are going against Michael Jordan. You're going to hear those comments the loudest. If it's Horace Grant, if it's Isaiah, if any of those guys, anybody that says anything that isn't you know, saluting Michael Jordan, the icon that he is, the legendary status, it's, of course it's going to make headlines. But, I mean, you had, what, a couple come out and say, oh, I don't know about this, I don't know about that. And it was just like, okay, right? Like, the thing that I push back against the most is, and Horace Grant said this, he's one of many, say, this wasn't a true documentary because Michael Jordan had creative control. It's like, this guy is the GOAT. This guy is the greatest of all time. I don't care if Jordan had zero creative control. It still was going to be overwhelmingly positive because, I don't know, if people didn't notice, he had a pretty good career. Had some legendary things happen in his career. It wasn't just going to be negative left and right. right. I thought that was a ridiculous criticism of the well, docuseries. I think Horace Grimm is the one that called him a snitch. And I tell you, the thing that kind of like raised my eyebrows, I think it was the first or second edition of it, when he said, like, he went as a rookie, he went into the hotel room and he saw coke and smoke yeah. and, and women. I, I, I think that sometimes that sign in Vegas, when you see here, stays here. I think that's one of those things I don't think – I mean, it was great. It was great that he went open and told everybody about it. But I'm not so certain you, you want to go public with that. It's kind of a fraternity, and he went, and he went public with that. I, I don't think he's – did he name names? Did he say anything I don't think that he had we were to. unaware of? It's the 80s in the NBA. Some wild stuff was going on. It's not like right. Jordan said, oh, yeah, and this veteran came up, and he was doing a line, and then and this this third-year player, I definitely remember him. He was over there smoking a dupe. He didn't name names. I, don't I, I thought that was to. an overreaction. Well, it's the same thing like, would you go on the airwaves and say, you know, I, I was out last night with some of the guys on Fox Sports Radio, and one of the guys was urinating in the street. I, I don't think I'd go public with that. No, really, <laughs> but, right? But, like, if it was, I don't know, if it was the uh, the, the early 2000s where 
hosts urinating in public was rampant. You know, that's apples to apples. You're not unveiling something where it's like, whoa, shocker, didn't see that one coming. It's like, yeah, no kidding. Partying was going on in the 80s of the NBA. No doubt. Yeah, and there was some trouble. I remember the Phoenix Suns, there was some big time problems there. But uh, it's still in all, you know, maybe he didn't want to bring it to the forefront. I'm glad he did. I think it was great. I think it was super. I think the fact that when Scottie Pippen didn't want to go back in the ball game, things like that, these are things that were eye-openers. They really were. Yeah, and that was, I'll say it real fast too, because we got to get to Big B, but that was ridiculous also. Scottie Pippen being hurt and wounded reportedly about how he was portrayed. It's like, dude, these were your own words. <laughs> like right. you're, if you're like, oh, yeah, the, the game against the Knicks in the playoffs when we were losing two games to nothing – Phil Jackson draws up a play for Tony Kukoc. Scotty says, no, I'm not going back in. And during the docuseries, he was like, yeah, it was unfortunate, but if I had to do it all over again, right. I'd do it the same way. It's like, he what are you down. saying right now? He did it to himself. It yes, was a he joke. Did. Right. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. Comments welcome, of course, at the No Show and Andy Furman FSR 877-99 on Fox. And we're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. He may have been the very best who never won the big one? That's next. But first, our own big one, Brian Finley hey. with the latest. Guys, Brian, you were asking Andy who he writes his letters to. My mom got a letter from Andy, and I actually Did you have it. to go there? Did you have to go there? Daddy. I, I'm going to read the, the letter. It's really short. It, oh it says, goodness. quote, Hi, Gigi. My name is Andy Furman. I'm a little shy talking to you. I think you're great. Call me maybe baby XOXO. I got a stump. So, oh, my word. So I just was a little surprised by that. Caught me off guard, Andy, but I do appreciate you sending uh, my mom uh, some nice letters. You know, you're getting like Michael Jordan now. Keep it quiet. Keep it. Don't keep it public. Keep it private. All right. That's true. Speaking of Jordan and the NBA, the, the league is dialed into the Disney expansive sports complex in Orlando as the host site to finish this season. The sides are currently in talks. The said location has three arenas, no shortage of practice courts, and spacious hotel rooms. And the league during next Friday's Board of Governors meeting is going to be putting together more concrete details on this whole undertaking. This according to ESPN. And the reports are looking at late July as a fair, realistic time when the league could resume its season. Eddie Sutton, who was part of this year's Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame class, has passed away. He was 84 years old. The college basketball coach had over 800 wins, and he died in Tulsa with his family by his side. Other coaching stops that he went to include Oklahoma State, Kentucky, and Arkansas. He has three Final Four trips to his name. Back to Andy Furman and Brian No. Thank you very much, B. We'll see you about an hour. You'll never see this again, though. We'll explain that in just about a minute. He's Brian O. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday. And, of course, welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And, of course, Bronx Talk Radio with the amazing Chris P. in less than 10 minutes. And I know Big B was mentioning Eddie Sutton, who just recently passed. But what about Jerry Sloan? I mean, that, that to me, and I, I, I did some research, which I don't normally do, but I did. Jerry Sloan, the very first Chicago Bull, he passed the other day at the age of 78. 
This guy, I had no idea, was the first coach to win 1,000 games. He won 1,200-plus games, lost 803, and 98 of those wins were playoff wins. I mean, this guy, you never see this again. He, he coached in the NBA for 26 years. Well, I mean, look, with Jerry Sloan, it's funny, Andy, because when he passed away at 78 years old, it was all of the bullet points you're talking about. Right where it's mm-hmm. hey he won over a thousand games he's a hall of famer like it was just praise 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 and when the guy was alive a lot of the time it's like well he didn't win a championship right he won all these games he didn't win a ring you know what I'm saying like right. I don't think it should how could I say this correctly I don't think it should be only about what a guy didn't do while they're alive and then when he unfortunately passes away it turns into everything that he did accomplish right like why can't we talk about what someone did accomplish while they're alive why does it have to shift once they pass away you understand bless you bless you because the society today is so hell-bent on rings and how many you've won hey look he had 10 years of 50 or more wins coached for 26 years 23 with the utah jazz 15 consecutive playoff appearances two finals which he never won thanks to michael jordan but you still to go in the league just to coach for 26 years he may be the best coach in the nba to have never won anything really yeah right in terms of a championship sure but Take a guy like, say, Dan Marino and how loud it's been with, oh, you never want to ring. If, you know, when the time comes, hopefully long time from now with Dan Marino, when he passes away, you know as well as I do, it's going to be like one of the most prolific passers in the history of the game. My goodness, look at his second year in 1984, and it's just rose petals, praise, props. Yeah, you know? yeah. Why does it have to, <laughs> to be that way once the guy passes away? We should... I don't think we should bang the drum as loudly if a guy didn't win a championship. I understand it's going to be talked about. I understand it's part of the resume, but it just depends on how much it's harped on when the guy is still alive and breathing. I just think that's I am that's so odd. happy to hear this from you. And another guy, and I, you hate to talk about mortality, you hate to talk about death, but another one's going to be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who's the all-time leading scorer in the NBA, and you'll never know that. Because if you ask 10 people on the street who's the all-time leading scorer in the NBA, 9 out of 10 will say Michael Jordan. Yeah, right. Well, hey, I understand it gives people a, a different perspective, but... Uh, you know, you, you got to look at the good that people have done and the achievements, not just what they didn't achieve while they're still alive and breathing, right? It's not the most complicated thing. Yeah, and that's what I'm waiting. I'm waiting for people to say that about me before I drop dead. Really? <laughs> I'm waiting. I, there's not much to say. But, but there are so many coaches that have accomplished so much. And you, you're right. I mean, I, I love to hear this because you finally are the one and only that has that head on straight. People bang people all the time. He couldn't do this. He didn't do this. He didn't get over the he couldn't do this. Hey, you know what? Jerry Sloan had a hell of a career, but so did Don Nelson, 31 years. So did Kevin Loggery. He won two ABA titles. You don't hear about the Rick Edelman, 21 years, 970 wins. These are great coaches that didn't win the big ring, and I think that people who never played the game, and I'm one of them. I never played the game, but I also realize how tough it is not only to get to the finals, but to win a final. It's yeah. tough. It's tough. Hey. Listen to, uh, think of a guy like Clayton Kershaw. He'd be a good example. I'm not sitting here saying that you can never mention the postseason struggles because you would be off base, but it just depends on if you only harp on that and that alone. Like There's more to the portrait of Clayton Kershaw's career than just some of the postseason 
mishaps. So that's all. That's all. I just I, if Clayton Kershaw passed away, tell me how the conversation, how much it would change. Oh, it would be night and day compared right, but, to the way. But it is today, right while he's living, and I hope he stays well, and God bless him. He he he's compared to as a poor man, Sandy Koufax. That's what he is. That's what they compare him to. And they say that he chokes in the postseason. Yeah, he's had his problems in the postseason. So what? He's a hell of a pitcher. Well, he's a great pitcher. Uh, he is. And look, I'm <laughs> I'm just saying find the happy medium. I'm not saying you can't criticize anybody for any poor performance. That's not what I'm saying. I'm no, saying yeah. if that's all it is, Clayton Kershaw has had an amazing amount of success. And for it to only be about... A, a choke job in the postseason here or there, it's just not accurate. It's not accurate about the overall career of Clayton Kershaw. That's all. And, and it would change dramatically if he were to pass away. There's no doubt. And, and, and the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, there are certain pl- players, certain athletes who have like made their mark in certain little aspects. What do I mean by that? Reggie Jackson, Mr. October. Think about that. I mean, that's all you hear about, Brett. You know, the the whole picture, the whole, I guess, landscape of his career, the body of work is kind of zeroed into Mr. October. Think of Mr. October, you think of Reggie Jackson. Well, if if I change this conversation a little bit, this is one of the things that has really stood out to me during the pandemic when they're showing these vintage games, which is how much the big picture stuff really matters. They showed the 2011... World Series. I'm a diehard St. Louis Cardinals fan. They showed it this week. Game six where the Cardinals, they're the only team in postseason history, not just the World Series, in postseason history that trailed by multiple runs in the ninth inning and trailed by multiple runs in extra innings and still won the game. The only team in postseason history. There's stuff I forgot left and right. I forgot who the shortstop was, the second baseman. I forgot that Skip Schumacher's in center field. All these details I forgot about. So the big picture stuff, it carries so much weight. This week, Kyle Juszczyk of the 49ers was talking about how solid of a season Jimmy Garoppolo had last year. Juszczyk is right. But we're only going to remember him overthrowing Emmanuel Sanders. That's just, it's the cruel reality of sports. The big picture stuff carries so much weight. And you know what? That, that'll never change. That'll never change unless that you're, if you're a sports historian or if you really, really dig a little bit. And I, and I did that with the Jerry Sloan situation. I mean, wow. And I think part of the problem with Jerry Sloan where he didn't get the accolades that he deserved is playing in Utah. I'm not down on, on Salt Lake yeah. City or the state of Utah, but it's off Broadway. It's not, a, it's not a basketball hub. You know, playing Chicago, New York, Atlanta, LA, that's a different animal. But Utah, and I'm surprised they do as well as they do, but it's not really a basketball hub. It's true, but hey, man, you talk about a great run as a player, as a coach, highly respected, and yes, he didn't win a championship, but accomplished a ton in his coaching career and his playing career, and a great nickname, by the way, too, Hook, because he has these monstrous hands. It's kind of like Kawhi Leonard, the claw, like he was before the claw, He the Hook. Great nickname for Jerry Sloan. And the greatest thing was he was on the last dance when they got trounced in one of those games against the Bulls, and they yeah. gave him the stat sheet after the game in the news conference. <laughs> oh, that was the score? Was that halftime? I mean, it was great. I mean, he, he was a low-key kind of guy, didn't you know raise his voice, was not a lunatic, but it got the job done. You know, he was a tough guy, tough as a player. Yeah. And we played with Evansville, Division II NCAA. He was a hell of a player. Yeah, real fast. Here's what you were talking about, Andy. Check it out. This is actually the score? <laughs> Is this the final? <laughs> that was great. So when they got blown out 96 to 54 
Uh, yeah. So he did. He had a dry sense of humor, but, you know, a little more witty than he was given credit for, I think. Yes, it was. Like you, in a sense, really. Well, that, in the thanks, way. <laughs> <laughs> He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And the streets are wide open, but keep your distance. We're going to the Bronx. Bronx Talk Radio. It's freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Bronx Talk Radio right around the corner, about 12 minutes before the top of the hour. He is Brian O. I'm Andy Furman, and this is Fox Sports Sunday, proudly brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a Discover customer, it includes your FICO credit score. And checking your scorecard will not hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Let's go to the Bronx. Guys, guys, guys. it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Here's something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio. Hosted by the great Chris P. All right, you love a loser, Bronx. Bronxes, guess what happened? Graduations have happened. Let's give some advice to the new graduates out there. What do you got? Some real Bronx lessons. Don't be freaking morons in life. How about that? That's good. That's a good one. Tell hey, the Chris kids. Chris P., I want you to what? show off your GED. The good enough degree? I got one of those. Oh, okay, good. I always got a good enough degree. I'm good What's enough in advice? life. You're not short on opinions over there, Chris. I what do you say? Never back down to a fight. Never rattle your friends and always keep your mouth shut. <laughs> that's, oh. that's, you, you want the good fellas way. I yeah. like that. That's yeah. always good. I knew you would pick that up. There. I knew you would pick that up. You're about that life. 
We're all about that life. That's you exactly are about right. that life. You, I have seen you set cars on fire. Wow. It's, it's all about thing. respect. That's it's all it's about respect. About. And every, what's the line again? At one stage or another, everybody takes a beating. I'm screwing <laughs> it up, but you get the chance. Yeah, that's good advice. Right. That's good advice that's to true. the graduates, too. You're going to get your your butt bu- beat once in a while. All or right. fired. Or fired. Or fired. All right, let's get to the real sports news of the day. The biggest story out there. I yep. can't believe no one's freaking talking about it. This is the stuff you only get on Bronx Talk Radio. You guys want to know what the Cannonball Run is? And I'm not talking about the movie. The real Cannonball Run. You know what that is? No, no idea. Me. What is so it? So the Cannonball runs a real race from Manhattan to freaking Redondo Beach in Los Angeles. Oh. Cross the con- cross the freaking continent over here. It is hyper illegal. People have been doing them for a while. Uh here's here's some great news here. Since the quarantine's happened, we've seen an explosion in this like we've never seen. The record has been broken seven times in the last Five weeks. It used to be unthinkable to get this race done in under freaking 28 hours. Someone recorded maybe under 26 with an average speed of 108 miles per hour. How about Wait, that? You're telling me 26 hours from New York to Cali? Yes. 26 hours? Yes. Oh, my word. There's really? no one on the freaking interstate. The average speed is what? In 108 triple- miles per hour. Because there's no one on the highways now. That's why. That's right. Wow, just load man. up on a bunch of gas though? and like, go. You gotta stop for freaking gas. No, How just put it all in the freaking trunk. <laughs> wow. That is, is amazing. wild, man. Like twenty true story though, while I'm thinking about it. I drove from LA to uh, South Bend, Indiana straight. Like I, yeah. I had to stop for gas and stuff like that, but I didn't go to sleep. I went there straight. Listen to but you. It wasn't twenty six hours. I wasn't going. You could have kept going digits. and do the re the reverse cannonball run there. Why didn't you? Ugh. You didn't have the heart yeah, of a I, warrior. I don't. I don't know how long this cannonball run's been going on over there. Very long. It once time. took me twenty six hours from from Cincinnati to Louisville. Listen to you. Where'd you do? You get lost in the way. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's move I did on. actually. Yeah, let's okay. move on. So we've had Korean baseball on the freaking TVs over here. Not as good as our Yankees, but you know we also have some Korean soccer back. Well, one of the teams got in freaking trouble because Korean Korean leagues they've been wanting to put fans in the stands. FC Seoul had to apologize though because rather than cardboard cutouts, they tried to get some dolls in the stand. Guess what? They were freaking sex dolls. What's wrong with that? Yeah, you I know they're not being used for freaking sex. So what's the problem? You got a problem? Yeah. I have no problem with that. They're realistic, what? right? Well, it's a good point by you, Andy, because it's not like they were nude. They right. were they dressed were clothed, up. and yeah. it's better than having empty seats, right? The mannequins. What's the big deal? No big whoop. Yeah, yeah, no big deal over here. All right. Well, our last story of the day here. Big scandal in the world of pizza. I know we're going close to home well, here. I feel like yeah. this is something out of for our domain over here. So know. on Grubhub is now something people have been realizing. There's this new thing on Grubhub. Pasquale's Pizza and Wings sounds very authentic, right? Well, yeah. guess what? They found out it's actually freaking Ch- Chuck E. Cheese's. Chuck e. You can order Chuck E. Cheese's pizza on Grubhub under the name Pasquale Pizzas and Wings. Pasquale Squally is like apparently that? the name of the freaking chef animatronic that's up there singing with a freaking rat over here. I'm just, it's a fugazi. You, you order that, so it's a fugazi then. come over as the rat. Does he deliver it that way? Is that how it <laughs> I, goes? I would hope that, yes. I would hope that Jonas Knox would come over here so we can hear this. <laughs> I got hit in the balls at least a dozen times by six-year-olds. 
Yeah, I want that with my freaking pizza over here. Wow. So you're telling me it's a fugazi. That's no, it's no, all. it's actual freaking pizza over here from the freaking pizza rat. But for some reason, they don't think it's good enough that it's Chuck E. Cheese. So they're like, we're going to call it something else, huh? Just call it freaking Chuck E. Cheese. We know what Just your deal is. Just call it pizza. It's that's a pizza all. rat. You got to call it what it is. You the can't give rat. us something that it's not. It's rat from a freaking pizza. A Go ahead and call it that. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This rule makes sense. We'll tell you all about it in just about a minute, but right now it's time to say, wash your hands and wake up, America! How do you like that? They're still sleeping. Follow me! Follow me to freedom! Thank you. Thank you very much. He's Brian Noah, Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday. And, of course, we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Now, without further ado, what else could you say about this man? Star of stage, screen, TV, radio, whatever it may be. My partner and friend, the brains of the outfit, the one and only, Brian No. Hello, B. What's up? Hey, man. How you doing, Andy Furman? Um couple of things here. One, I'm very excited about possibly getting the right Nutrigrain bars this week. Now, you aren't setting me up for a big no, letdown. No, 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 no. Okay. I should have sent you a copy of that email that I got, but I wanted to surprise you. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. I and I hope it happens. That. Really, I yeah. hope it does. My hopes are up. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Good. And uh, you know, I, uh, I have got love for Chris P., our uh, technical producer. Good man. But uh, did he fall asleep? With the drop right there, what happened? Because you have this big buildup, and it's like, I, I know wake up, answer. America! No, it's a no, standard answer. The, the, the yeah, computer the froze. The computer froze. Every now and then it goes off the grid for the second hour. Did he fall asleep? What happened? Listen, we, we have to get out very sharply at the hard network out after Bronx Talk Radio. Buttons that are usually on and ready to go are turned off, and uh, I am, I am, uh, yeah, I, blew, I screwed it up. You fell asleep at the switch. I blew it. Why don't you just lie and say the thing froze? Everybody else does. That would be too easy. <laughs> that would play. That would play into his hand. And also, Andy, part of my brand is self is self defacing. Good for you. By the way, by the way, real quick board op question. Oh, I'm sorry, technical producer question. Either one I don't works. Want anybody to take offense to that? But uh, does the uh, technical producer community look down on the words of a technical producer claiming that the board froze or the system froze when indeed it didn't? No, because we we always have we, every last one of us technical producers have, have been there before, and uh, we we might you, you know you can judge someone, but you might you're gonna need that excuse at some point. Right. So and in this case, this case you froze. The board didn't freeze. You froze. I froze. Yeah, right. and I I am the board op. Right. Yeah. You owned it. I like that. I appreciate that. All right. You are the a man of men. Yeah, you're a hell of a mensch. You're a mensch. That's what you are. Really. By the way, can I share a little story with you before we roll on here? Because this really kind of made my day last last week off the show. On Sunday, I picked up a copy. I didn't pick up a copy. I read it online. The New York Post. I love reading my friend Phil Mushnick's column. He writes about the media, whatever it may be. He's in on Friday and Sunday in the New York Post. So I read his column. The bottom of the column, it said, there's going to be a live Zoom chat with members, get this, of the 1973 New York Knicks. And when I was a kid, they were like the, the stars of New York City. Great. Dick Barnett, Bill Bradley, Dave DeBush, and may he rest in peace, Walt Frazier and Willis Reed. And it was at the 92nd Street Y on a Zoom. So you know me, I email. I didn't write. I didn't write a lot. I emailed to the 92nd Street Y. I told them I'd like to get on their Zoom deal. And... 
the guy wrote me back. He says, yeah, here's the thing. Here's the login, whatever it may be. And I watched it last Sunday night from 7 to 8 o'clock. It was wonderful. But, you know, it's a strange phenomenon seeing the kid, the players that you knew as a kid growing up getting old. You don't oh, think yeah. he's – I mean, Dick Barnett, oh, God bless him. I mean, he – he, I'm not saying he's in bad shape, but he's all Willis Reed. He was my I love Willis Reed, but, you know, that's not the same. And sometimes maybe it's best to remember them the way they were, you know? Well, I hear you, but how about this, Andy Furman? If you were able to ask a question of any member of that team in that Zoom meeting, right? And they're yeah. like, all right, we go live to Andy Furman. All right, Andy, who's your question for and what is your question? What would it be? Well, I did. I did ask. Well, you, you could type in questions online, and I did, but they didn't mention mine. Well, I think he had a guy. I think the host said, yeah, Furman from Cincinnati. I, I asked him uh, to Dick <laughs> Barnett, when you played in Boston Garden, was it true that they had dead spots on the court? Because I remember Red Owl back in his various books, he said that he would do that, and Dick Barnett went nuts. He said, yes. He said that not only that, like they turned the heat up in the locker room when we played in the springtime. You know, the showers were ice cold, so they did everything they could to kind of screw him up. So that was kind of interesting. So, you know, there you go. Nice. Yeah. Well done by you. Well, I'm glad that I had you a couple had of some, questions. Uh, they only got some one. enjoyment out of that. I Look, did. It's it smart. Was... It's smart what a lot of these teams are doing. And uh, I don't know. Taking advantage is probably not the right way to say it, but making the best of being creative when right. there's a pandemic going on and you do these creative virtual meetings. I, I think it's smart for teams to find these creative ways to connect with fans. There's a market for it. There's no doubt about that. I tell you what, the creative thing in the National Football League, they're changing some rules, maybe. I think on the 28th or 29th of this month, they're going to vote on it. The, the rule uh, pertaining to onside kicks may be coming to the NFL sooner than later. An alternative to the onside kick, which basically, the onside kick, you know as well as I do, it, it never worked. What is it? What's the percentage of an onside kick working? Doesn't well, it's just it. 11% the last two seasons because they've changed the rules where – you can only have five players on each side of the kicker. Right? They used to, if it was an onside kick, you lined up pretty much your whole team on one side. And you had this running start. You could just blast the receiving team into next week and hope that one of your guys recovered it. They changed the rules in 2018. You get a one-yard head start. You can only have five players on one side of the kicker. And all of a sudden, well, only 11% of those onside kicks have been recovered. So they're tinkering with the rules, or at least there's a proposal on the table where a fourth and 15 at your own 25, that would essentially replace the onside kick. You would have that option and... uh, I don't know. First off, what do you think about that, Andy? Are well, if they, you get, in if favor they get the that? fifteen, yeah, you know, if they get the fifteen yards, they get a first down, key position of the ball. I think it's great. I think it's exciting. It creates more drama, and more than that, it's going to be great for the gambling aspect of the game. It's tremendous. I love it. I really Ooh. do, and I hope it happens. Man, I'll t- I didn't even think. Shame on me for the gambling aspect. Oh. Yeah, me of all this people could be a great that, right? rule change. This could be a horrible rule change. <laughs> if are you t- kidding me? Like, if you bet on a team, let's say you have the home team minus seven. Right. And the away team, they're down by, I don't know, let's say they're down by 17. And all of a sudden they score, okay, they're down by 10, and they have 4th and 15, they convert it, and then they're marching for points. You're like, this stupid rule over here, what's going on? So it could help, it could hurt, but I I think they're going to pass this, Andy, because... I do too. You're going to have closer outcomes of games. And look, you could tell me, hey, it's a little hokey. They don't need to do it. I hear all of that. But if it gives teams a better chance 
to keep games close and have more of these dramatic endings, I think that's something that the NFL is probably going to do. Right. I mean, certainly it creates more drama. I, I think when you see an onside kick, you go, you, you go, ho-hum, it's not going to work. It's, it's almost a joke. And, and honestly, I mean, I don't think there's many skilled kickers in the league anymore that could create or do an onside kick. I mean, it takes skill to do that. You get a quarterback right now, like a Patrick Mahomes or, or uh, maybe uh, – I think Mahomes is the guy. Fourth and 15, there's a definite advantage for Mahomes to do that. Or Jackson in Baltimore. These guys could get it done. I think I, I can't wait to see this rule, and I hope it passes. I really do. Well, I, yeah, we'll see if it does or not. But the one thing I would add to it, Andy, is I don't want to see it replace the onside kick. I think it should be in addition to it where – Hey, if you want to go for fourth and 15 and you think you have better odds to convert, okay, great. Try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are teams that they don't have the greatest quarterback situation. <laughs> Look at the Bears right now. I don't know. I don't know if the Bears would go for fourth and 15 with the two-headed monster of Trubisky and Nick Foles. You know, I don't know that <laughs> right, they would. Right. But also, the surprise on side. I don't want to see that go away. You think about when the Saints beat the Colts right. in the Super Bowl and started, started off the, in the second, second half. half. Yep. Yeah, like yeah. That strategy, I want to see that still alive in the game. And if you have the 4th and 15, okay, I'm not going to go kicking and screaming into the night. I just don't want to see it completely replace the onside kick. No, you bring up a great point. Now, this rule, would it replace the onside kick or is it an addition? Because I'm reading several reports and none of them said they would replace it. It's an alternative. It's an option. Right, like that's what I'm curious about too. I don't know that it replaces it. I hope it doesn't. I wouldn't want it to because of the surprise onside. But uh, yeah, the first thing I thought of was, okay, in addition to, so this is on top of, or (laughs) like think about an extra point. You have the option to go for two. Right. You also have the option to kick an extra point. It's not like when the NFL said, all right, you can go for two. They said, you no longer can kick extra points. Like, it's your decision. It's your choice. I think that's the way it should be. If 4th and 15 goes into effect, you should still be able to do an onside kick. Yeah, I think they're voting on that on the 28th, and they're also voting with this technology advisor, which is a sky judge over there. Uh, and they're going to try it out, I guess, in preseason. But we'll see what's going to happen if they vote on that as well, the sky judge situation. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not that. It's in addition well, to a booth umpire. And I, yes. I think more people involved messes up the pie. I just no, uh, no. You don't like, completely you like against it? you. you I like it. love you like it. the sky judge. Love it. I would hug this idea if, if it huh. was a figurative thing. Yes, but a booth umpire, essentially an eighth official up there. Uh, listen, the sky judge, it would act like a sky judge. The sky judge worked great for the XFL. Like all these fans and all these media members worry about what could go wrong, which right. is all... Is this a slippery slope? Are we looking at little itty-bitty calls? Is it just going to be the big picture stuff? What if, what if, what if? Uh, Let's play the what if if there is no sky judge. What if the same thing happens again that we saw in the 2018 NFC Championship game? There's blatant pass interference. They don't call it on the field. And you have nothing in place to correct that missed call. Like, that's the what if you got to worry about. So if you've got a sky judge up there... And he's got a big HD TV in front of him, just like we do at home. If we see one replay and say, oh, my gosh, that's pass interference, the NFL has to have something in place to be able to correct that. 
It's 2020. This isn't rocket science over here. Right, and the way you're laying it out, it's like a no-brainer. Like, why haven't they done this before? So what is taking so long, especially after that miscue back in 2018? I just think that right now it's radically going to change officiating, not only in the NFL, but maybe in professional sports altogether. (laughs) It's just funny to me. I'm laughing because the reaction to the sky judge in the XFL, it's just so positive. It's like, oh, and you... You get to hear the conversation. You hear what they're thinking, why they ruled a certain way. It's great. It isn't clunky. They aren't reviewing things they shouldn't review. It's not a disaster whatsoever. The reaction is overwhelmingly positive. And then the NFL discusses doing something similar, and it turns into, oh, my gosh, this might lead to this, and what if that? It's crazy how night and day it is. If it worked for the XFL, why is it destined to fail in the NFL? Well, I don't think that thing is going to fail, but I will say this much. I think the Sky Judge will do one thing, and it'll take the result of a penalty a lot faster to review than what's happening right now. And I think a lot of people, a lot of fans, especially at home, when you're at the ballpark, I don't think it makes that much of a difference. You can have a beer, you can talk to your friend, whatever it may be. You're in a skybox, whatever. But at home, it just takes so darn long when they go through this thing over and over again. The Sky Judge will get it done a lot quicker. Right, like if you can be more efficient, that that would be huge. And I don't want ticky-tack calls to be reviewed. We're talking right. about you watch a replay one time and you're like, goodness, that was hands to the face all day. Like You radio down, you say, hey, hands to the face, going to be first down at the 41-yard line. There's seven minutes and 30 seconds on the clock. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of that. <laughs> like, you know, like make it as simple as possible. It, it can be done. I, I don't know why it's taken so long for it to be done. Well, I tell you what, though, these two new rules, and I wouldn't be opposed to either one. I mean, the Sky Judge, yeah. You know, if it makes things quicker, go ahead. You know, sometimes you have too many people involved, but if you get the Sky Judge, I'm okay with that. I'd like to have the onside kick remain and add this as far as the 4th and 15 as an addendum, as an extra. But the point is this. This is so much better than what we were talking about last week with the league's diversity hiring proposal, which has been shelved. Thank goodness, because that was an embarrassment to any African-American who would be hired by the National Football League. Yeah, well, hey, man, we don't have time to get into it right now. Maybe we can circle back to it. But Marvin Lewis, as you well know, Andy, in that area, he yes. had some harsh words, yes, eye-opening words about how disrespectful he thought it was for there to be an incentive that you would moved up, move up in the draft should you hire a minority head coach or general manager. And when someone says it like that, it like you got to pay attention to what he's talking about. No and doubt. Tony Dungy had some words like that as well. And uh, look, no one wants to get a job like that where a lot of coaches and a a lot of the NFL fraternity is like, you only got that job because of the color of your skin. No one wants that. So uh, for that to even be discussed, it shows where they stand right now in terms of that whole situation. And there's a lot of work that needs to be done. There's no doubt about that. Right. I tell you, I was this close. You see my fingers? I was this close to getting Marvin Lewis on with us, but I felt terrible because it would be like three in the morning in Arizona. So I didn't want to do that to him, but I tried. I, it was on my mind. It, it, it was on my mind to, to get, a, get a hold of him because I have his number and I have his email, but I just felt like, I don't know, you, on a Sunday morning to get him up at three, four in the morning. I, I don't know. It would have been worth it though, but who knows? Maybe down the road we'll get him. Who knows? We'll see. 
But I tried. It was on my mind. I was thinking of it because I did see what he had to say. And he always has a lot to say. But we have a lot to say here. And you can get to us on Twitter at The No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman FSR. Of course, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. This hour, bottom barrel betting, hour number three, going your own way. And I'll let you know that we have proof why this player just isn't wanted. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote it just doesn't make any sense. We'll get to that in just about a minute, 23 past the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, and we're proudly brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. And I know, B, we talked a little bit about this uh, rule changes that may go into effect, the onside kick with the 4th and 15, the sky jump and also kind of like going backtracking with this diversity thing for draft picks. And uh, you mentioned Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis, the former coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, was quoted the other day in the Baltimore newspaper saying, quote, it was offensive, definitely offensive. And I'm not talking about an offensive play. Talking about that, this rule which was tabled, it was like having Jim Crow laws, he said. He was pretty adamant about this. He really was. Yeah. I mean, hey, like we said before, no one wants to get a job where it's, um, I don't know, just like an act of uh, pity or charity, or like that's just that's not how someone wants to get employed. I so, agree. Uh, I mean, listen, if Marvin Lewis and Tony Dungy are going to be that outspoken against the proposed rule change, I think that's got to tell you something, right? 
Um, so, yeah, I'm just yeah. – uh, I'm Let's glad that the that, NFL didn't yeah. implement that because I, I think back. that it came from the right place where they're trying to get more minorities hired as head coaches and GMs. It comes from a good place, but it had many unintended consequences. And uh, I think the words of Marvin, Marvin Lewis and Tony Dungy – it made a lot of sense. I'll just read a little bit of what Tony Dungy said. He said, there's three things that they're worried about. Number one, how does this put me in my relationship with the other coaches that I work with Great and other place. white coaches? Are they thinking I'm getting an advantage now? Number two, when that general manager or owner hires me, is he hiring me because he thinks I'm the best person or is he hiring me to move his draft choice up a little bit? And then the third thing, this is, uh, um, and then the third thing, this is nobody feels like they want anything special. Don't hire me and then say, I'm going to give you more draft choices later on because you need help. Okay, so the first couple of things that he said, pretty interesting, right? Like, yeah. Think yeah. about your own coaching staff, and are you going to have white coaches looking at you like, hey, man, I should have this opportunity. You don't want that. If that was the situation, there's a lot of unintended consequences, no doubt. Let, let me move it to another area, if I may. Let's talk about Roger Goodell, who basically was, uh, I guess, the man in, in charge in a sense. He knew all about this proposed diversity hiring proposal. I got to wonder, or one would wonder maybe, if Roger Goodell, God forbid, if he needs an emergency surgery, would he insist on a black surgeon? Would he insist on a female surgeon? Or would he insist on the best available surgeon? Think about that, Roger. That's what it's all about, really. That's what you're doing. You're putting people in an awkward position. So I'm glad this thing was tabled, and I hope it never comes back. Well, I mean, hey, they put on. They talked about, um, you know, two minority candidates need to be high, need to be interviewed for a head coaching position, and I hope that helps. I hope that, uh, it, you know, it leads to the desired outcome. I just didn't like the incentive program. I just I'm thought you, that yeah. was clunky. I thought it was weird. Um, and I think more needs to be done. I just didn't think that was a good idea. I tell you what, though. We need to move on to the soap opera of the National Football League, which is right now with the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott. No contract. Is it the money? Is it the length of the deal? How could the Cowboys not sign him? And if they don't sign him, which they're not doing right now, they got to do it by July the 15th. They're telling him basically he's not part of the future. And the fact that they signed Andy Dalton, I guess maybe that was a push maybe to have him put pen to paper. But to me, it's unbelievable after the season he had last year and and not signing him. I don't get it because the longer you wait, the more money he's going to get. I wouldn't pay him. I mean, listen, Dak Prescott is good, but he's not elite. I'm not paying a good quarterback elite money. I'm not doing it. Like, I always come back to this. Can you imagine if the Patriots were in this position? Do you think the Patriots are backing up the Brinks truck for Dak Prescott? There's no way. So, no, I'm not paying this guy. And I understand your point, Andy, which is if you are going to pay him, delaying it just makes the price tag go higher and exactly. higher. When Mahomes signs his deal, it's going to be mammoth money. Oh. When uh, Deshaun Watson signs his deal, it's going to be for major money. And that might boost up the price tag for Dak Prescott if he hasn't yet signed his long-term agreement. So I get that. If you want to hold on to Dak, well, yeah, you got to do it quickly and not drag this thing out. But I'm not signing him to elite money. Again, he's good, but we've seen Dak Prescott without great weapons around him when Ezekiel Elliott was suspended, when there wasn't Amari Cooper. If you pay him through the roof 
And all of a sudden, the rest of the roster has to take a hit because of all the money that you're allocating to Dak Prescott. He's proven before that he hasn't been great if the talent around him isn't great. So I'm not paying the guy. Sorry. I, I think it's a major risk to try to find someone in the draft that could be better than Dak Prescott or as good as Dak Prescott. But I'll take my chances with that because, I I mean, I'm not saying Dak Prescott's grow on trees, but I think that paying him elite money puts you in a bad spot also. So I'm going to take my chances with the draft. Well, you made a great point because obviously if you look at Zach, Dak Prescott last year, he can't win the big games. He flopped in that Philadelphia game last year, not even a touchdown. They lost 19-7. to They missed the playoffs. He went 0-5 with teams that had 10 or more wins last year. So I think the fact that they didn't make the playoffs is a big X mark against his name. But you talk about elite money. I, I think that term is a misnomer in this day and age. Why do I say that? It's really quarterback money, not elite money. And I'll tell you why. I look at, and you say the, the uh, Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots probably tell him to walk. Look what the Detroit Lions have done with Matthew Stafford. This guy's made the playoffs three times in his career, and they backed up the bring truck to Matthew Stafford. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but he's gotten some big-time money, and he really hasn't done anything. What has he done in Detroit? And he's been injured a lot, too. Well, I think it's funny when I hear some of these arguments, and I get it if someone says, hey, why aren't you paying Dak? Look at what the Rams are paying Jared Goff. And I understand that, but the flip side of it is, well, if it isn't working for the Rams, then why would the Cowboys follow that blueprint? It doesn't make sense if your argument is, hey, look at the Rams. They're paying Jared Goff through the roof, and it's really screwing up their roster. The Cowboys should do the same thing. It's like, no, they should do the opposite. That's not something that you want to follow, So that's how I see it with Dak. And look, man, I think Dak, it's something that Kirk Cousins said recently. He said, playing on the franchise tag, it's not the worst thing ever. Yeah, you're taking a risk with injury. And Dak, he runs a lot more and he takes more punishment than Kirk Cousins does just because their playing styles are different. So Dak would be taking a bigger risk. But if he played on the franchise tag for this year, when you've got, look at what he's surrounded by. Amari Cooper. You got Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield. You've got C.D. Lamb as a right. rookie. You got all these weapons and around. And a great you. offensive line. And, and yeah. And if he puts up big time numbers and has a special season and waits around until Mahomes signs his mammoth deal, you, he might get a lot more money. So if there's a situation to bet on yourself, I think it's Dak just playing on the franchise tag for one year. Right. And then the Dallas Cowboys and their front office say, well, we should have signed them last year. And we'll see what happens. So, you know, we, we can continue with this because I think it's a very interesting fact. And we'll see what happens because quarterback money right now is, in fact, going through the roof. He is Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday. And this is much more than a close shave. We'll tell you all about it next. But first, to Brian Fenley with the latest. And, Andy, no longer are you my absent father because you have followed me on Twitter for your for your father, that's uh, I was shamed. I was shamed do, into it. Goodness. You were you, yeah. You were absolutely shamed into. I was. It. I yeah. Was. Shout out to uh, Justin. He wasn't there to diaper you as a young toddler. The least he can do. Wait is a minute. I'm still diapering him. What do you mean? We got to go public with this. Resting he still wears diapers between his legs. <laughs> well, guys, uh, Andy, I share the the diaper bin with you because you know there I'm. You go. 
yeah, we'll, we'll let everybody just imagine what that's like. Yeah. The NBA is serious about making the Walt Disney World Sports Complex in Orlando the sole hub for the league to finish its season. The 220-acre property is appealing with its three arenas, broadcast-friendly setup, abundance of practice courts, and extensive hotel space. The NBA has a Board of Governors meeting come Friday to lay out a timeline for pulling this plane off, and the reports are looking at late July as a realistic time to resume the year. College basketball coach Eddie Sutton, who won more than 800 games, passed away by natural causes. Sutton, fewer than two months ago, earned a spot in the 2020 Naismith Hall of Fame class. His resume accomplished 25 trips to the NCAA tournament. He is known notably for his stints as a coach at Oklahoma State, Arkansas, and Kentucky. Also had three trips to the Final Four. He was 84 years old. NASCAR riding into Charlotte today for the Coke 600. That's on Fox TV at 6 p.m. Eastern time. The pull qualifying starts at 2 p.m. Eastern today on Fox Sports 1. And finally, some live golf on the airwaves today. Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning are teaming up with Phil Mickelson in Tom Brady, an 18-hole endeavor with millions raised for charity. And that begins at 3 p.m. Eastern time. At least $10 million will be raised, and none of the contestants are taking home any money. I can't wait to get on the golf course with you, Andy, except I don't think you'd ever hit the ball forward. It would either go sideways or backwards, and we would still be on the golf course even at this late hour. Back to you. You're looking for a whipping. You really are. Okay. I like it. We'll see you in an hour. It should be your choice. We'll get to that in just about a minute. We've crossed the 50-odd line on what we call Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman, and welcome back, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part? Figuring out which way is easier, and of course, bottom barrel betting in less than 10 minutes. But getting back to the situation over here, talking about Dak Prescott, there's another shocker involving a quarterback that happened the other day. Joe Flacco signed by the Jets. Not that much of a shocker because, look, you know, they need a backup. I know he's injured at the neck injury, but where's Cam Newton? He's still on the sideline. Is Cam Newton not as marketable as Joe Flacco? Now, I, I don't understand the reasoning, although Joe Douglas, the GM of the Jets, was a scout with the Ravens, and he picked up on Flacco and back in 08. So I guess it's all about networking. That's the only reason I could think of. Well, this is all about – it's crazy that Cam Newton is unemployed. That Let's start with that. That's crazy. But they're all in with Sam Darnold. The Jets are. So the last thing they want to do is bring in Cam Newton, who the fans might be drooling over, you know, and screaming for if Sam Darnold right. has a bad game. So – it's not to say that Flacco is better than Cam Newton. He clearly is not. But if you want Sam Darnold to be the face of your franchise and you're hoping he's a true franchise quarterback for you, it makes more sense to take Flacco over Cam Newton. So it's all about situation here. Yeah, that's a good point because really and truly get 0-2, 0-3. Next thing you know, they want Cam. That's yeah. what it's all about. Who's going to be and, screaming for Flacco? Right, and the point is this. You don't know... What kind of physical shape Flacco's into that neck injury? I, I don't know if he'd even be ready. I mean, would he? I mean, he, they have him just as a roster spot. I don't see him playing unless it's a dire emergency. Well, yeah. I mean, they don't want him to play. No, they but don't. But he'd be capable of playing. I mean, you, that's no insurance policy if you're like, hey, all right, either Sam Darnold's ineffective or he's hurt. 
It's like, all right, Flacco, get in there. Oh, wait, you can't. Like, why would they sign a guy if he couldn't get right. back in there? So, so the question remains, why is Cam Newton still on the sidelines unless his former coach in Carolina, who is now in Washington, may eventually pick him up when things start rolling? That's the only thing I could think of. Well, yeah, and I think, look, if Cam waits a little bit longer, uh, we don't know what the offseason is going to look like, but... I think it's better for his situation if he just waits, 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 and hey, if an injury happens, an opportunity might open up for Cam to be a starter. It doesn't make as much sense to pick one team where it's got to go your way in just that one situation if the starter goes down or is ineffective and Cam can get on the field. It's like you're pigeon, you're putting yourself behind the eight ball, right? Yeah, you're like, right. I, I would just wait and maybe another opportunity presents itself. What if Cam signed with one team and then another team's quarterback got injured and Cam, he he's not a candidate for that new team then. You know what I mean? So right. I would just wait right now until a better opportunity possibly presents itself. Yeah, and this is hurting him because there's no OTAs. It's all virtual right now. If there was an OTA, God forbid, if someone got hurt, then all of a sudden he'd get that phone call. So, you know, this is really, until they get on the field, he's really going to be on the sidelines, I believe. And think about this, too. Think about Josh Rosen, who's still with the Dolphins. This sounds like just idiocy. This is, sounds like a ridiculous question, but I think it's legit. Whose market is better? Because the Dolphins have gotten calls right. for teams that want to trade for Josh Rosen, who was horrible with the Arizona Cardinals, horrible with the Dolphins last year. I know those are bottom-feeding teams. They didn't have good offensive lines, but... He was really bad. <laughs> yeah, but there are teams calling the Dolphins. I think that Josh Rosen's market is actually better than Cam's right now. Well, it A, he's sounds healthier. insane. But I know, he's healthier and he's younger. Yeah, and Cam's a free agent right now, and he hasn't landed on a roster, and yet teams are calling the Dolphins to try to trade for Josh Rosen. So I think Rosen's market is better. That sounds insane, but I think that's the case. It is insane. And speaking of quarterbacks, did you hear the story the other day about Steeler quarterback Ben Roethlisberger? He got a haircut the other day and a beard trim, and the governor of Pennsylvania, Tom Wolf, wasn't happy about it. He said he put himself in harm's way. And, and really, uh, the, the shop was open, and, and he was allowed to do that. And the question has to be asked, do governors really want you to have freedom? The shop Ben went to was open. He got the cut. And the governor said, quote, no one should put themselves in harm's way. And I got to believe that's Ben's choice, as it should be. It's his choice. The governor, the last thing he needs to worry about, this governor, Tom Wolf, is Ben Roethlisberger getting a beard trim and a haircut. Really? No, I'm, I'm against you on this one. Andy, oh, really? Because, yeah. Like, listen, you could take this to the extreme. If there are stay-at-home orders, you know, you could say, well, is this governor doesn't, they don't want me to be free? It's like, no, they want you to be healthy, and they want to keep others around you healthy. This isn't about freedom. This is about trying to lessen the curve, right? That's what it is. And I, I think people can get off and running real quickly. If you go back to what the governor said, which was he was taking a risk. Yeah, he was. Everybody is. If you go out in public, if you, that's just where we're at right now as a society with the coronavirus situation. So are you telling me that I went to the grocery store yesterday? Like, that was taking a risk. I'm around people. But you were permitted Someone to go. Have it. 
But you and the grocery store was open. Now I understand the Allegheny County where the barbershop was was quote in the yellow phase of reopening, which didn't include barbershops and hair salons. But apparently this shop was open that gave him the beard trim and the haircut. So I, I guess the owner of that shop was against the rule, the law because he probably shouldn't have been open. I don't know the entire story, but Ben went there. And if in fact he's putting himself in harm's way, to me, that's his deal. If he wants to put himself in harm's way, look, there are people outdoors right now wearing masks and not wearing masks. I think you should out of respect to others, even if you don't believe in it. But if you don't wear one, you're putting others in harm's way. Okay, so go back to the governor. Like, I don't understand why you've got a problem with him when you yourself would have a problem, as you just said, with someone going out in public not wearing a mask. Ben wasn't wearing a mask. So how can you have a problem with people not wearing masks yet still have a problem with the governor saying, hey, Ben put himself in a risky situation. I don't because understand a mask that. Because a mask is not mandatory. They suggest that you wear a mask, at least in the state that I live, suggest that you wear a mask when you go out. And I think that if you don't wear a mask, basically it's rude because you, you're hurting others more than yourself. You're hurting others. I so mean, I, Listen, man, yeah. I just think that it's one of these deals where people want to go back to normal and – it's not that time yet, in my opinion. And so if a governor comes out and says, hey, man, he's taking a risk there getting a haircut. He was. Like, that's true. And, and people just get, who's this governor to say this and what is he talking about? Oh, I don't know. He's telling the truth because you are taking a risk if you do things going out in public the same way. Well, leave it that, to That's just guy. the reality of where we are right yeah. now. Vinay's got the, the final word on this. Vinay, you got all the information I see. So let us know. Fill us in, will you please? All right, so he wasn't actually open. He was complying. Apparently, oh. this is all according to the uh, Norm. His guy's name is uh, it's for Norman's Cutting Edge Barbershop. Uh, Norman's attorney released a statement saying uh, Carlos Norman has been a fixture and local business owner since 1993. This is all via uh, Brooke Pryor of ESPN. Norman's Cutting Edge has been closed for business since the governor's shutdown order and presently remains closed in full compliance with the law and regulation. Mr. Norman and Mr. Roethlisberger are close personal friends, and Mr. Norman used his free time during the closure to provide a haircut to a personal friend. It was a personal favor where no money was received or exchanged. Oh, no, yeah. Clearly. And was it in the shop or was it at his home? I mean, do we know that? That was- I don't, I'm not sure of. It looks like it was in a shop, but it could have been, you know, that, you know, a lot of these NFL facilities and even some of these players have their own barber chairs at home. So it right. wouldn't be a surprise that, you know, maybe Roethlisberger has a space for it. But yeah. So it's a little bit of a gray matter over here because yeah. the, because Norman wasn't really open for business taking clients, but he's a friend who happens to know Ben and he oh, cuts come hair. On. So. There's no gray area at all. This is BS to the nth degree. You what can't are you be saying buying that? this garbage over here. You can't, like, do the math. Do you think that there's a global pandemic, this guy is a barber, and just because they're good, close, personal friends, Big Ben says, hey, man, I need a cut. And this guy says, hey, just because you're Big Ben, no doubt. I got you. Even though I'm taking a risk, no money is exchanging hands. Come on. You can't believe this for a second. Well, forget That's about garbage. the money aspect. The point, if, if, if Norman goes to Ben's house, what's the big deal? and cuts his hair. I, I, I don't think it's a big deal. All that is is legalese. Like, hey, my client, we're going to carefully craft this storyline where he isn't going to be – 
you know, he's not going to be charged with anything. That's all that is. If you believe, I, I believe Big Ben it. didn't drop some cash to this dude at all, why would the guy do it in the first place? Well, first of all, maybe he gives some tickets to the games. You don't know. You, you don't know what it was. That. So I'm not going to assume anything, but all I know is this. I believe what I read so Look, far man, we until proven otherwise. If we go all back right. to home, uh, the governor saying he took a risk is true. And people are right. freaking out, even though it's true. Okay. We'll move on then. All right. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. I'm not getting a haircut. I'm not getting a beard trim. But sports are coming back, and so is bottom barrel betting, which is freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Bottom barrel betting right around the corner, 10 minutes before the top of the hour. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday, and we're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Let's play the game! You got that thing for me? It's bottom. bottom. Oh, Nicky, I thought you was late. Barrel. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Betting. Yes, it is. Here's the man, Vinay. Hey, guys. How are we today? Wonderful. Too fantastic here, Vinay. Nice. How are you? I'll let I'm you know in a right. minute. You let me know in a minute. Well, yeah, you're two doing. and two this week, so you beat out Brian, who went one and three. So what? good day for you. I'm all Thank over you. the place. Either yeah. I go undefeated or my record stinks. Yeah, uh, there's no middle ground. For I, me. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do about this, but uh, it, it must be must be basketball that's killing you here. Is that it? Yeah, basketball and soccer, but it's about the only thing on right now. So we're going to the next round of uh, German Bundesliga okay, FSV so- Main Z. At RP Lipzig, over under two and a half goals. I think it's a goal fest here, at least to get to three goals. So give me the over in this one. Lipsk I am Mr. Bundesliga. No, Lipzig got one hell of a goalkeeper. Soil it's my be reputation under. over here. 
This is a definite under, believe me. All right, we got another over under in German Bundesliga Bo- Borussia Dortmund at Bayern Munich. Over Bayern under three Munich. and a half game goals. Over under three and a half? Over under three and a half. That's under as well. Bayern Munich's tough. Nope, nope. Goal fest again. Goal uh, fest. Three and a half is high. So they know. Listen, man, these uh, the dudes that set the lines, they know what's up. Three and a half is high, so it's going over here. We'll see. We'll see. What do you got next? What do you got? Bring All right, it on. next up, we've got the match 2020. Tiger Woods and Peyton oh, Manning yeah. are must, minus 185. They're up against Phil Mickelson and Bra- Tom Brady at plus 150. What do you guys think here? This is easy. You got to take plus 150. Do the math. Phil beat Tiger Woods heads up, right? So are, am I supposed to believe that 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 Peyton Manning's way better of a golfer than Tom Brady, it's most likely going to be a wash. So if I get plus money on this one, and I think they have just as good of a chance to win, I'm taking the plus money. Give me that. You know what? It sounds good, and everything is logical what you say, but I'm going with the minus 185 because this is going to be more of a comic thing, comedy a comedy of errors. I don't think there's going to be a lot of concentration on you. So I'm going with the minus 185. All right, and finally, Coca-Cola 600 is today. Winning car manufacturer. They didn't give me any numbers on this, so I'm just making you pick one. Chevy, Toyota, or Ford? By the way, did I get that right last week? You did. You picked Ford. It was the one thing I got right. Okay. Well, you're up first, Andy. What do you think? I'm going to take Chevy. I'm a Chevy guy. I stay with the Chevy. Oh, I'm sticking with Ford. You know what? No, I'm going to change it up. All right, I don't think lightning strikes twice. I'm going Toyota. A Toyota wins it today. Really? There you go. You know, I wonder if there's any stats done on certain cars on certain tracks. I'm sure there are, but I, oh, I don't know. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. Right. You don't yeah. know that, do you? Have you uh, done some research on that? <laughs> Andy, no. I don't. Listen. <laughs> what? You might think I just show up and wing it. That's not the truth at no all. No way. You've done research on various cars on various tracks. Uh, Andy. Uh-huh. Like. I just want to guess or no. If you think that I just willy nilly pick a car manufacturer, you would be wrong. In depth analysis, why I go with Toyota. All right, we'll talk about the mask coming up right here on Fox Sports Radio. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. How will this work? We'll explain that in just about a minute, but right now it's time to say, Wake up, America! Thank you very much. Yes, it's that time. Yes, yes, yes. All righty. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. Of course, we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Now, without further ado, this is the Hour of Power, a.k.a. the Power Hour. No one more powerful in the world of sports talk radio than my partner and friend, the one and only Mr. B. Brian No. Yes, we are. Hello, B. Hour three, baby. How you doing, Andy Furman? Good to be here with you. Now, I have to say this. Um, so I normally make it, and I apologize if no one's interested in this, but I always talk about what I'm eating for breakfast because it's the wee hours of the morning here. Apple the, cinnamon. Uh, yeah, on the West Coast in Portland, uh-huh. Oregon is where I'm coming from. Uh-huh. So I, I went with uh, carrots this morning, Andy Furman. Cooked I went with petite carrots. Love the petite. I'm a fan of baby carrots, petite Carrots, I've got petite. So I've been snacking on those, like a little rabbit here. I'm starving. It's like I haven't eaten anything yet. You know, so I went healthy. I go 
petite carrots, and I'm going to tear into an orange here momentarily, but it doesn't really fend off hunger. That's the only thing. Yeah, I know. It's the only thing that's good for your eyesight. That's about it, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my stomach's talking to me. Your, your diet is like uh, to be... To be Really questioned, to be honest, really. But no, that's, that's okay. That's, false. that's what that's you not like. That's true at all. It's, Real uh, carrots. It's, yeah. Those little bars that you Peanut eat. Peanut butter and protein. jelly sandwiches. You know, I get I down mean, with that. Really? Uh, chicken breasts, big source well, of uh, my that's diet. Healthy. Yeah, That's a good deal. There, little, see? Yeah. Little, little I'm a walking fish? picture of health what right now. Tuna fish? No. You like tuna? No. no you don't like tuna no. fish? No. It's like un-American, really. really. All right. Uh, hey, uh, well, that's fine. I'll live with that label. BLT sandwich, maybe? <laughs> oh, love BLTs, Andy. All right. I can't remember the last time I've had one, though. I got to get one one of these BLT days. BLT on rye toast, a little mayo? No, not rye. No, don't do that. Really? Give me white. white. White toast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. we could do that. All right, we move on. And uh, I'm glad that you're not a concessionaire at some of these NBA arenas because the food menu would not be to my liking or anybody else's, really. By the because way, have, yes. W- when you bring up the NBA, Andy, yes. what do you think it should look like? Because the NBA is in talks. They're trying yes. to move the league to Orlando. They're looking at the facility there from Disney. It's ramping up toward the season resuming. And there have been all of these conversations and all this speculation about what the season should look like. How many more regular season games are they going to play? Is there going to be a play-in tournament for the final couple of playoff spots? What do you think will happen as we ramp up? What do you think the NBA Well, is I read going the other day that the commissioner, Adam Silver, said that he wants every playoff game series to be seven games, which is going to be nuts. It really is. Now, I'm looking at what's going to happen, and time-wise, time is obviously of the essence. They're going to have a two-week recall of players into their markets, period of quarantine, one or two weeks of individual workouts at team facilities, and a two- to three-week formal training camp. This is tough. And they want to return to play in June? I, I don't see that happening. Games will resume sometime maybe late July, mid or late July. So they're going to play maybe through the end of August, early September, like Labor Day, and then maybe start the NBA next season around Christmas time, which is fine. So what the NBA is basically telling us, they have no problem going head-to-head with Major League Baseball. They want to stay okay. away from football. You right? said a lot of words, and you channeled your inner Derek Jeter. You said a lot of stuff and didn't answer the question. So when the NBA comes back, whenever that is, yeah. what do you think it's going to look like? How many regular season games? Is there going to be a postseason play-in tournament? What's happening here, in your opinion? I think they're going to pick it up where it's at and see what they could do and see as many games as they can get in. I, I, I think it's, it's only fair they do that. I don't think they should start the playoffs right now. There are some teams on the verge. And I'll tell you something else. Here's a storyline that maybe no one's even touched on. What happens if Kevin Durant's ready to come back in June with no. Brooklyn? Does he play? That, Does he wait been, for that? that? Come on, Andy. Come on. You can't take credit for – it's been talked about ad nauseum right oh, yeah. now. Well, I haven't heard it. Yes. Oh, yeah. But I don't think it's happening. I don't think KD's right. coming back for a long shot chance – to make some noise in the playoffs. Why would you risk next season for KD? It's going to be hard for him to hit the ground running with a major injury like that. So I'd be shocked if KD comes back. Floored. Absolutely. But I think that's a microcosm for what it might look like when they do get back. Follow me on this one. Okay. I think that the NBA should say, hey, you non-playoff teams right now, toodles, bye bye 
Better luck next season. Win more games, but you're not invited to Orlando. Your invitation's been lost in the mail. We're just going to go with the 16 playoff teams as is right now because that decreases the chances of somebody catching COVID and passing it around. I don't want to risk the playoffs just to have some of these bottom feeder teams in there playing a few games and trying to play out the string and maybe get into the playoffs. Like I'm not gambling with the playoffs to have 14, as it stands right now, non-playoff teams over there. Okay, if you have I, I 35 people per team, that's what the NBA is saying. Right. The 14 non-playoff teams, that's almost 500 people. There's 500 people. If you get one or two that catch the virus and it starts to spread, the playoffs could be in jeopardy. I'm not gambling that way, but I think, Andy, real fast, it's all back to money. There are contracts with these local markets where they're supposed to get to 70 games. They haven't gotten there yet. Right. So the expectation is that the NBA is most likely going to try to get to that 70 plateau, that benchmark, if you will. And I think in an effort to try to save that money, I think it could end up costing them a lot more money if the playoffs take a hit if things go the wrong way with positive tests. Well, we both agree on one thing. It's all about the money, and, and they're bleeding money right now. Obviously, yesterday yeah. there was a story on CBS.com on the sports website that they want to even talk about expansion because expansion will bring in more, team, more teams, more than that, bring in more money because you have to have an expansion fee to get into the league. So they're looking for ever, any possible way to get money. Mm-hmm. Now, your, your situation here is like bye-bye, don't invite those teams to the playoffs. Sounds great, but what a moronic reasoning not to bring these teams into the playoffs to give them a chance because of the virus. I'll go one step further. What? what happens- wait, 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 hold on. Break that down. Why would that be moronic? Be moronic because it has nothing to do with skill level or the team's chances to make the playoffs. It's because of an epidemic that we have right now. And it's the same thing that happened back on March the 11th. What happens now if those 14 teams basically are bye-bye, as you suggest, and they have the 16 teams going to the playoffs, and God forbid one or two players on one team does test positive, do they stop it all over again? What happens then? Well, what happens? That the expectation is that they wouldn't stop play ideally they would quarantine that player hopefully it wouldn't spread and their expectation is to continue playing hey listen we're not trying to if why would we open our doors to begin with if one positive test would would put the league on hiatus again like that that plan doesn't make a whole lot of sense so that's ideally what they would want to happen. But you're, but you're speaking as to words out of the front office, the commissioner and owners. But if you're a player, okay, a player on Team X and his teammate has tested positive or two teammates positive, the other players, they could give a rat's what the league has to say. They ain't playing. They're not going to play. And the same thing's going to happen in baseball. They're not going to play. I promise you they will not go out there and play. Well, you don't know that. It's possible, but you don't know that. If the whole team is tested and there was one player that tested positive, everybody else tested negative. It's You can't say for certain that the players that tested negative for it are going to be like, well, yep, yep, too risky right, still. Okay. Like They could very well say, all right, everybody's tested negative, so we should be good to go. Like It's possible they keep on playing, but I, like, I don't understand why it would be moronic not to invite the 14 non-playoff teams. The more people you have there, 
the better the chances are that someone catches COVID. So I'm playing it safe. That's what I'm doing here. You can't act like these are normal times. There's a global pandemic, and you want the most important part of your season to be played, which is the playoffs. So I'm not risking the playoffs being affected negatively by inviting all these non-playoff teams over there. And if I take a hit with these local TV contracts, we'll figure it out. But the playoffs have to go on. The play, you've got to get that in, and I'm not risking it by inviting all these bottom feeders in there to try to get a few regular season games in. It doesn't make sense to me. I hear what you're saying, and it's all about the money. Let, let's let's cut to the chase right here. Why do these leagues want to play? They may want to say, we want to do it for, for the community. We want to do it for fans. No, you're doing it because of the money. You're bleeding money. The NBA is dying here. They're losing, what they say, 40% of their total revenue is on a nightly basis from uh, fan support and, and boxes and concessions, whatever it may be. So they want to play. I get it. Uh, is it fair? What they're going to do is cut off those teams that are not in playoff contention right now? Certainly not. But I tell you what, to get the playoffs in, they may have to do that and get those 16 teams there. Will it be a fair assessment of the season? Probably not. You know, will it be people watching? Of course they will be. Will there be people wagering? Of course they will be. I'll watch. You know, but here's my question. Is the league right now, when they ended the games on March the 11th, did they say the league is canceled or suspended? I guess they'll say it's suspended because now when it's suspended, will they have to give back monies to those people who purchased uh, season tickets in those markets that will still be playing, although those games will be played at the Walt Disney Complex? What happens then? All right, there's a lot to unpack here. I'm going to keep it simple. Please do. You've got to think worst case scenario, not just best case scenario. Best case scenario for the NBA, you invite all these 30 teams to Orlando. You get to that threshold where you play 70 games. All the local TV contracts were good to go there. Like, no one catches COVID. Hey, maybe we have a play-in tournament. We do something a little bit different this year. All right, great, awesome. Hey, we play best of seven series all throughout the each round of the playoffs. That's best case that scenario. That would be the best. That would be the like, greatest, yes. But I mean, you've got to be realistic here. I think you also have to think worst case scenario. What happens if, if you invite all the teams over there to try to get to this 70-game threshold plateau so it satisf- satisfies the local contracts? Well, what if someone from a non-playoff team catches COVID? And then what happens if, well, all of a sudden a few other players have it too? And, well, their opponents, well, they've, they've got it also. Now all of a sudden the playoffs are in jeopardy. Like, why on earth would you just be seduced by best case scenario? It's similar to gambling. You can't be seduced by a potential payout and say, I'm going to take this five-leg parlay because, why? my goodness, look at the payout over here. You've got to look at what is realistic instead of being you know, just, I don't know, just you're living in Fantasyville over here with things magically working out perfectly. I don't think you can think like that when there's a global pandemic. You've got to consider worst case scenario. Also. I will tell you this much. I think it's more realistic that they don't play at all than play with the 16 teams. I really believe that. I mean, and you've had a lot of people coming up from the forefront saying that maybe we should just scrap it. And former players are saying that. And there are even current players are saying, let's just bag it and start again maybe next Christmas. You know, I'm saying that. Remember one thing. It has to be going to a vote. 
NBA owners, executives, and things like that. So, and the Players Association. So I, I think it's far from a done deal. There's no doubt about that. And there's too many scenarios out there. I mean, if you're an owner of a team that is in the bottom feeders right now, but on the verge of maybe making the playoffs, are you going to vote for this thing for the 16 teams to get in there? You want to get a shot. You want to get in there. And I think there's just too many variables right here to say it's a done deal. 16 teams, bada bing, bada bang, we're going. I don't think that's happening. Uh, they're going to play, Andy. It's going to happen. Um, but I think that you've got to take as few chances as possible. And the more teams you invite, the more players that are there, the more coaching staffs that are there, the more trainers that are there, there's a greater likelihood that someone's going to catch coronavirus. And you don't want to gamble with the playoffs. So I would take the measured approach here. And I would just have the 16 playoff teams as of right now. There's not going to be some asterisk. Like, no one's going to be like, hey, the Blazers might have made the playoffs as an eight seed. So uh, the Lakers winning a title, asterisk. That would make no sense whatsoever. There wouldn't be an asterisk just because the current non-playoff teams weren't invited to Orlando. That would not be the case. I'm going to make a statement right here. And you could laugh for, until the cows come home. I will tell you this here right now and mark it down. Julian Edelman has a better chance of quarterbacking the Patriots oh, than the NBA has playing the season out. How's that? And I'll have you're, the you're last laugh. Completely wrong. Well, we'll see. Totally wrong. And you don't know There's that. There's no chance. There's you don't zero know that. chance. There's zero chance Julian Edelman would be the quarterback of the Patriots. Okay. None. It doesn't okay. exist. If you're saying that there's no chance whatsoever the NBA season resumes, that is just outrageously wrong. Not even we'll close. We'll see. Okay, and you're predicting the future. I'm just saying this. I'll be more than happy to say I'm wrong. I'll be more than, And I'll tell you what. I hope I say I'm wrong because I want to see the NBA playing. But yeah. I think there are too many moving parts and too many variables out there, and there will not be a season. And the longer we go, the worse it is for them. Andy, That's all I'm you saying. say it all the time. Follow. I don't know how you say it. The green follow cabbage, the money. The gelt, the bu- right. Follow the money. This season, they will attempt. I don't know if it's going to work out, but they're going to attempt to resume it. You can book that. We'll see. And we'll see what people have to say about that on Twitter, at The No Show, and we show at Andy Furman FSR, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Of course, you could get us there in so many ways. And, of course, going your own way at the end of this hour. But the season is on ice. We'll tell you all about it next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's beginning to melt. We'll get to that in just about a minute, 23 minutes past the hour of Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, proudly brought to you by... Discover, get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Out of touch. I'm hearing that song, Out of Touch. Is that directed towards me? I don't know. because <laughs> Oh, man. I, I don't know. I'm just thinking now. You know, wow. my head is spinning. Suck it. Thank I'm out of touch. Suck it. Coop on nope. Twitter says... I'll kiss your ASS and buy you cigars oh. if the NBA doesn't finish the season. I, and I tell you what, I hope I hope I'm wrong. I just think that there's too many variables over here. I don't see it happening. That's all I'm saying, really. And, and there's too much pullback. I mean, really, I get it. I get the 16 teams in, 14 teams not. That's not to say one or two from those 16 teams may, in fact, discover that they're positive. That's all I'm saying. There's too much danger out there, and a lot of these players, of the Players Association are going to say, the safety factor, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. That's well, all I'm I saying. Well, I just want to get your prediction correct here, because I thought you were saying just resuming the season, not completing it. I thought you were saying there's as good of a chance that Julian Edelman will be under center as the Patriots quarterback as the NBA season resuming. Now, is this completing? What is it? The exact... When you uh, say complete, what, what happens if the season resumes and someone tests positive and they stop it? So I, I don't know where we're going. All I'm saying is that I don't see them playing, period. I don't see them playing. To begin with, like just right. resuming yeah. the season, you don't see exactly. that. Exactly. And here's my next question. I kind of hinted on it before. We, I guess we assume right now, which is a dangerous word to say, that the season was in fact suspended because they're going to try to play so the season is not canceled. I'm a season right. ticket holder for Team A. Do I get my money back because the, t- the season was not canceled? And I'm sure on the back of the season ticket says something to do with suspension or cancellation. So will I get my money back, although they'll be playing the games in Florida, not in my home city, be it Indianapolis or Salt Lake City? What happens then? Um, well, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't remember if it was the NBA. I think it was Major League Baseball. That's right. Remember MLB with the season not starting on time? Right. They, uh, they said it was up to the teams themselves, whether they were refunding the money or whether they were giving those consumers credit for a future game. And so it was a case-by-case situation. Maybe that would be the same thing in the NBA. I don't know. But most likely, that's what it would be. I actually, I did a good deed here, Andy Furman. I always um, do. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. There is essentially a kid's night for the Blazers. And you can purchase tickets and some kids that... Maybe they have like rough situations. They can go to a game. 
And so I did that. I bought a couple of tickets and I got an email. This is a handful of weeks ago. And they were like, hey, we just wanted to reach out. If you would like to keep your purchase for the next event, whenever that takes place, or if we can discuss you getting a refund. And I said, no, man, just you know, keep it there. Hopefully the kids can go whenever it's the coast is clear. Um, and this isn't to pat myself on the back, Andy. It's just the point of... Team by team, some give you the option for a refund. Some say, hey, you can use it as credit for a future game. It just depends case by case what they do. Right, but the point is this. They were not playing games in Portland. They're going to be – Portland may be playing games in Florida. So they they may say, well, the season's still on, but the games aren't played in Portland. But I think nah, you're right. I don't they'll, think they'll that give would you work, a, man. Like, could be a refund <laughs> for the X amount of games that will be played it's, or, yeah. or a deal for next year. Well, it, yeah, it's got to be a credit or it's got to be a refund. That's right. like it didn't take place in the venue. It took place however many miles. How many miles is uh, Orlando away from Portland? Thousands, right? Yes. So yes. that's not good enough to be like, well, hey, you could have gotten on a plane and and what? You can't go to the game. <laughs> no right. fans are allowed. Well, no fans so you allowed. get a credit or a refund. You're exactly yeah. right. And the National Hockey League's following suit. They want to get involved. They have a plan for 24 teams in their playoffs. There are 31 teams, obviously, in the National Hockey League. But uh, under the plan, I guess, with the top four seeds in each conference, uh, determine when the league stopped, when they paused their action, I guess you could say, on the 12th of March. They're going to get buys through a round of best of five play-in series featuring seeds 5 through 12. So they're going to have only seven teams on the sideline if, in fact, they get this done. And uh, went a little a little further here. Edmonton and Vancouver are trying to become the hub cities like the Florida Walt Disney for NBA. So it looks like Edmonton and Vancouver may be the cities for the quote, imagined return for the NHL. We'll see what happens. Well, hey, man, the more teams that you have there, the more chances you're taking. I I hope it works out for the NHL with the expanded playoff format. And it looks like it's going to go in. I guess it's now on the NHL. The NHL PA said, hey, thumbs up. We're a go for 24 teams. And it's up to the NHL to either approve it or not. I think it's going to go through. But, um, I, you know, I'm torn on this one, Andy. I'll be honest with you. Because it has a, a championship week feel to it. Like college basketball. I don't like championship week, the principle of it. I don't like a team that's asleep at the wheel throughout most of the year. And they just step it up during championship week, win their conference tournament, and you're in the big dance. No questions right. asked. I don't like the principle of that. And there are these teams in the NHL from 17 to 24 that wouldn't make the playoffs in normal times, but now all of a sudden they make it. And hockey is a sport where anything can happen. You've got right. lower-seeded teams that beat the higher-seeded teams consistently. So there could be a, a 23rd, 24th team in the NHL take advantage of this expanded format and go on a run here. Well, I mean, again, it goes back to the money. I don't think the ownership really cares as long as the money's coming in and get some TV money and get some exposure. Because right now, out of sight, out of mind, especially in hockey, can you imagine if the NHL comes back and the NBA doesn't and baseball doesn't, NHL is center stage. It really is. But it's going to be impossible, really, to have teams train in their U.S. home cities for up to five weeks, I understand. Two weeks of informal skates, followed by a three-week training camp. Then they go into quarantine for two weeks prior to this so-called tournament. It's going to be tough. It really is. Okay, all right. So let me ask you this. Do you think the NHL season resumes? I really do. Okay, so why do you think the NBA season won't? 
You know why? Because I think the NBA players are a little more adamant than the hockey players. I think the hockey players, I'm not going to say, I hate to say it from the neck up, maybe they're not as smart. I I don't want to say that. I just think the hockey players are so used to adverse situations, I think they're ready to do it. They want to play. These are younger kids. They've just been playing all their lives. It's a different mindset. Hockey players have a different mindset than basketball mm. players. That's mm. all I'm saying. Mm. You don't think I don't so, think huh? so, Andy. Like When you're talking about, remember the United Front the call that Chris Paul put yeah. together and it was some yeah. of the biggest stars in basketball where it was LeBron and Dame and KD and AD and all these dudes and they're like, yes, we want the season to resume. They don't speak for everybody, but I just don't want the picture to be painted where the NBA guys are shrugging their shoulders like, eh, I'm cool if it doesn't resume. Like, I, I don't know that that's the fairest picture. No, to no, I, I don't think they're. I don't think they're. They're doing that nonchalant, uncool if it doesn't come back. I think they're adamant, saying they're worried about the safety and health factors. Remember, NBA players have really balked at a lot of things about back-to-back games, how they travel, things like that. You don't hear that in hockey. Hockey, they're just happy to play. Think about that for a second. I'm going to give you a little spoiler alert here, okay? Okay. Both the NHL and the NBA are going to resume their seasons. I hope you're right, and I hope I'm wrong, and I've been wrong before. It's a hunch that I have. I think that NHL will go before the NBA, and I don't think the NBA – I see a lot of pushback on this NBA. I don't see that much pushback on the NHL. I just don't. We'll we'll see. Are are you going to – after we hear from Big B, are you going to give us an updated line – on Julian Edelman starting for the Patriots as their quarterback. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm praying this happens. I'm praying this happens because everybody's face around here will be turning red. Really. It'll be great. I'd love to see that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. If he throws one pass, you're going to be like, I was right. I told you. (laughs) Right? That's what you're going to pull. No, we're talking about starting the season. No chance. None. Well, starting one game. No chance. None. Zero. All right. They would have to have everybody injured. No, that's not happening. Well, we'll see what happens. Okay. Brian No, Andy Furman, Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. One Hall of Famer says he knows who'll take the blame. That's next. But the one who always takes the blame right here, (laughs) our guy, Big B, Brian Fenley, with the latest. And Andy, Dad, you're back to your conspiracy theories, which brought me to think Uh, Louisville. uh, an NBA team, really, Andy? Do you really think that's going to happen? Can I say one thing? Yesterday, <laughs> a, a, a gentleman on CBSSports.com was writing a story about expansion, that the NBA needs expansion, and he listed several teams. He didn't even list Louisville. He listed, <laughs> La, he listed Las Vegas. He listed Seattle. And he listed yeah. Kansas City, which is a joke. So I tweeted him, and I said, Sam. Come on, it's Sam Quinn, I think it was. He had no clue. He's he's throwing cities out there. He has no idea what the movement is going on in Louisville right now to try to get a team there. I Did he say, okay. Andy, Louisville? <laughs> yes, was sir. that the he response? Hasn't written me back. He hasn't tweeted me back yet. He did say that the movement for a clown show is where oh, you live. Oh, so. you got to get down and dirty. You got to get in the gutter. You got to get ugly oh, with me. Oh, that's really. father son. You know, that's how yeah. we do it. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's that bond you guys yeah. have. Yeah. The bond. It's a beautiful bond. And guys, we have some live sports going on right now. Bundesliga, the top German soccer league, has action that has just started in the second half. Goals. And, Give me goals. Come right, on. So is we this got, one of our bets? Well, we got Augsburg is leading 1-0 against Schalke, and Edward Leuven drilled in a, a free kick in the first half from 23 yards out. He just 
man, he buried it in the back of the net. Uh, meanwhile, the NBA is eyeing Disney. <laughs> Are you just making that up? Did you actually see that highlight? Are you just guessing here? I, I, Those I, teams are not part of BBB, by the way. They are not. Oh, okay. They didn't sound familiar. There, there yeah. was a clip on Twitter, and I almost clicked on it, but I did not. But it looked <laughs> I like. I appreciate the honesty. That's great. But it, but it seemed like the highlight was a straightaway free kick. So I know it was a straightaway free kick, but I don't know if it was like <laughs> upper ninety or or where it went. You know, I love Paint the picture. You're kind of like one of those NFL draft analysts talking about a sixth rounder, or like, yeah. you look at the athletic. <laughs> Athleticism over yeah. here. Yeah. He's got, he's got big hands. Yeah. I wonder what I would say about Andy as a good jockey, but that's we'll get to that later. Oh, uh, the NBA. I, by the way, I saw on Twitter a picture of you with that Fox Sports Radio mask. Are they selling those right now? Would you like one? Yeah, I'd love one. I really would. Okay. Well, we'll make some calls. I think we can make that happen. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. We'll work on Did you on... see that, B? Brian, did no, you No, I that? haven't seen that yet. It's on Twitter. I, I saw the link. I almost clicked on the video. I'm just going to assume it was a goal that was beautifully placed in no, the No, I'm talking about the, the Fox Sports Radio masks. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I'm uh, just kidding. Are they selling the those? They should give them out to everybody. They really should. Well, I wouldn't mind having one, actually. Well, we'll, we'll make one for you, Andy. Okay, thank you. Guys, finally, the, the NBA is eyeing... Let's see, how much have I gotten through on this update? Uh, <laughs> you start all over? Or yeah. Uh, are, we on, are we on the air right now? I'm just kidding. Uh, the NBA is eyeing Disney's sports complex in Orlando as a host site to play out the rest of the league season. The property contains three arenas and a vast hotel space, and the NBA has a board of governors meeting this upcoming Friday when more details will emerge on how this undertaking will actually take place. And the reports are eyeing late July as a potential start date for resuming the season. Eddie Sutton, the member or one of the members of this year's Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame class, passed away on Saturday night at 84 years old. He had three Final Four trips to his name. Live sports starting to rev back up, guys, today. NASCAR into Charlotte for the Coca-Cola 600 on Fox TV. That is at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Last week's race had over 6 million TV viewers. That was them. That was almost a 40% boost from the last race before the pandemic had to halt operations for NASCAR. May I, may I interject here? You talk about live sports. Last week they had the Bundesliga German Soccer League. And for what I understand, statistics and ratings, the city of Cincinnati was number one in the country as far as ratings, watching that on TV. I couldn't believe that. Cincinnati has a very big German population, you know, and I guess they're real interested in the German Bundesliga League. But I was shocked that Cincinnati was number one in the country as far as ratings for that. Well, it's funny you mention that, Andy. I'm half German, and my family is from Cincinnati, and I'm sure that some of my relatives were tuning in. Bundesliga. Yes. How about that? Really? And then live golf. I know. Good Lord, how long is this update? Oh, well, I mean, sorry, guys. I just was going (laughs) to say that we had Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning going up up against Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. 18 holes, all for COVID-19 relief, $10 million of money that's going to be going to those good places. And I just can't wait to see Brian O, Andy Furman on the golf course with the ball. (laughs) I'll ever go forward. 
We'll have to find out one Stop day. Stop it already. Back Please to Andy Furman and Brian. Have a great no. day. You we too. Love you. See you, Daddy. Do. Okay. It should have kept quiet. Not you, but we'll get to that in just about a minute. 38 minutes past the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian Noah, I'm Andy Furman. Of course, welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by Geico. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier, going your own way in less than 10 minutes. And Mr. B, if I may ask, you're a betting man at part, at times, mm-hmm. a wagering man. What, we talk about NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball. In your heart, in your heart of hearts, which of those leagues will start first? I think it's going to be the NHL. I don't know their uh, their target start date, but what we're hearing with the NBA is mid-July. So it's, it's possible that the NHL could be back before then. But um, I, you know what? Which would you look at in terms of the plan in place of like, hey, we're we're beginning on X date? Do you the look at it that way of like who has their formalized plans, or are you looking at who is actually playing their sport before the other? Well, the plan in place obviously will proceed to have them playing, and I think it's going to be the NHL because their plan looks pretty pretty rock solid as of now. I think the NBA is still. There's some missing parts to it. And Major League Baseball, I mean, they haven't even got to the salary aspect of it yet. They're just talking about the safety factor. They haven't gotten to the monies yet with the revenue split. So I think there's, they're way back down the line. I think baseball, really, if, if I was a betting man, I'd say baseball probably is not going to have a season. If oh, would no, ask me. no, no way. No, really? no way. Yeah. I don't think they'll They're, have a season. Oh, no, I couldn't disagree with I think you the know. NBA will have their season before baseball. I don't know when it's going to happen. But uh, I'll say this, the MLB isn't going to screw this up over money. That would be devastating uh, for the it, it would kill them. It would kill them. It really would. Yeah. And, and we're supposed to see another proposal from, the, from MLB where they're going to say, ah, okay, maybe not a 50-50 split. How about this? They're just negotiating. I know people want to see baseball come back, but here's the deal. It's not mid-June. It isn't July yet. They're just negotiating. They're hammering out a deal. They will, because it would be devastating for the season to be lost because of a money dispute. Right, and the worst part of it was when they started to talk. I mean, look, do do the negotiations behind closed doors. I don't want to hear players yeah. talking. Or the Blake Snell situation when he went off on the social media last week about refusing to take less money. You don't want to hear that. The public doesn't want to hear that. And all of a sudden now the players have become the enemy. The players are getting banged pretty good. And really the owners had it done. They, they did great. I mean, they, they made the law. They made the rules. And they kept their mouth shut. And they released it to the media. The players responded. And they took the bait. And, and the, the owners knew that. And that's what's happening right now and the players are talking and yakking and it's hurting them. It's hurting them tremendously. And I'll tell you, you know who's happy right now? The Houston Astros. Because if they play before no fans, they would love it because they would have got killed this year. Right? I mean, they, Houston they Astros. They really would have. Yeah. How crazy is that? They were getting crushed in spring training. Right. And now there might not be fans in the stands the whole season. That's possible. So yeah, we'll see. But I, I would be floored, Andy. Really. This is an opportunity for baseball to recoup some money, right? Establish a lot of goodwill. People are sitting around with nothing to do. Uh, They're going to flip on a baseball game. This could help. This could be a good long-term play for them. 
and establish establish some growth. So I don't think they're dumb enough to screw that up. I really I would do. hope not. I mean, I think it would be devastating for them if they did. Again, we could say that they would be center stage. They'd be the only show going on. You know, of course, there won't be fans in the stands, but still in all, people would listen on radio and the TV ratings would be going through the roof, through the roof. They'd but, be good. They'd be good. They'd be solid. They'd be better than they have been in, in years past. Uh, agreed, yeah. Yeah, right. because look, look at NASCAR and look at the Bundesliga. I mean, come on. Major League Baseball would be tremendous. It would be. Yes. It, you would see some growth. There's no yeah, doubt. And and when so many Americans are either out of work or their paycheck has been slashed, or you know, the last thing they want to hear is a league like MLB not resume their season because they can't get on the same page oh. with a money split or divided up. There are a lot of people, you think about the 94-95 strike and all of that, how damaging it was. You multiply that tenfold if it happened here and now. It would Terrible. be brutal. It would yes, be crippling would be. for MLB. You're exactly right. Brian, no Andy Furman. Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. This is the best promo in sports ever. And it's all yours. Next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 A cut we can all use. We'll get to that in just about a minute. About 11 minutes before the top of the hour. And, of course, at the top of the hour, the one and only Mike Harmon and LeVar Arrington. They'll join you on iHeartRadio, on the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM Channel 83, and many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates. It's 9 o'clock on the East Coast. Harmon and Arrington right there. And, of course, we're proudly brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. And I said to my friend here, Brian, know that this is the best promo in sports that I've heard in years, maybe ever. And it's the Cleveland Browns, of all people, really, the all-in challenge. The Browns are offering the opportunity, get this, for two people to help script the first 15 offensive plays of a preseason game. One winner will be determined by auction, the other from a raffle. Proceeds will raise money for Meals on Wheels, No Kid Hungry, America's Food Fund, World Central Kitchen, and Feeding America during the coronavirus pandemic. And Browns coach Kevin Stefanski will invite both winners to help him and the offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt script the 15 plays to open a preseason game. Wonderful. Tremendous. I love it. It's a win-win. Hey, man, anything that helps and a young kid, they might not know the difference between a real game and a game that doesn't matter whatsoever, you know? <laughs> it might not be much difference in a kid's mind, you know, if you're calling right. plays. So it just shows you how <laughs> the preseason is a complete throwaway, right? The Browns are saying, like, script 15 plays? That's a lot. That's just one play, you know? I know. Yeah, but hey, man, anything that helps. And if a kid gets a charge like out of that, it's great. But wouldn't you like to have the chance to script 15 plays for an NFL team, even if it's preseason? You would love it. Uh, no, you wouldn't uh, want to do it? As a kid, I'd be all over it. But as an adult, uh, I, you know, I, I might get I'd into it, it eventually. <laughs> I'd be all over it yesterday. You, you would be. You would be yeah. into that. All I'm right, hoping cool. the Cincinnati Bengals do it. I'd enter the contest. You kidding? 
Yeah, they might need someone to script regular season plays. I don't well, know. Thank you. You're right. Yeah. You're right yeah, about yeah, that. But it's right. that time, Andy Furman, to go oh, your own way. Oh, what do yeah. you have for us this Oh, morning? I got the haircut night in America. It's unbelievable. Hey, do you still have your bangs from the quarantine? That's a good thing because CBS has just a thing to help you. The network has announced a new one-hour special entitled Haircut Night in America, Friday, May the 29th at 8 o'clock Eastern unbelievable. It's going to be the most useful event of our time, and it's going to be right there for you to cut those bangs off, and it's going to be some frontline healthcare workers, and they're going to have the perfect DIY haircut from their homes. And of course, color and styling will be included. Haircut night in America, my friends. Here we go. Love All it. All right. I, I'm starting to need one, actually. I'm getting a <laughs> I'll little... I'll give you uh, one. I'll give you one. Okay. All right. Oh. It'd be risky, just like the the governor said about Big Ben. You know? Oh, boy. Oh. Clearly apply. I'll say this, Andy. I'll start off. You know, it's funny because a lot of Americans are going stir crazy without having the same freedom that they normally have because of the pandemic. But yes. it's the ultimate reminder. If you, Memorial Day is tomorrow. If you didn't have the men and women of the military laying their lives down, we wouldn't be free in the first place. You know? Well said. Well said. So I think that... That definitely hits home that way. And shout out to everybody who, beyond a shout out, the ultimate thanks to anyone who laid their lives down and the families that had to deal with their loved ones laying their lives down so we can be free, right? So Beautiful, um, yes. Memorial Day tomorrow for sure. Now, on a, a different note here, Andy, how about this? Minor league baseball teams, they're offering curbside pickup for concession stand food. You know, if you... <laughs> <laughs> Want to go see a ball game? You can't right now. You could go get the concession food, concession stand food if you want. There are a couple of things here. The Rochester Red Wings, their signature trash can is just six bucks. Now, I did some crack research. I still don't know what the heck it is. It says all the flavors of a plate in a cup. Add hot sauce, onions, chili. It's six bucks. I have no idea what that is. I would try you can it, go though. Get it. I would try it. You would try that. Yes, Hell the yeah, Clinton Lumberjacks, not? they're offering a free bobblehead for orders over 25 bucks. What would you order from a concession stand right now? I'd what like that thing in Rochester. I want to try that Rochester you deal, really. You want to try really? the trash can? Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, why I go not? hot dog or nachos, you know? Love that. Well, you, you're an American kind of guy, really. Yeah. By the way, our time is up. We want to thank everybody for theirs. We love you to death. Stay safe. We'll see you here next Sunday on Fox. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.